this week on the BAMcast. I hate robot spiders. What star? We're in. All right, welcome to the BAMFCast. Hey! BAMFCast! Hey, BAMFCast. Episode 352. Ooh! So many numbers. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMFCast is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies to get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Good job, robot jocks. However, the bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They're getting negative sliding scale, one to five bags, and some douchebags after Twilight. Uh, Boo. Bad job, Twilight. <laughs> Not good. Fart <laughs> Um. So, we've, we've watched some Jim Wynorski in the past. Yeah. Jim uh, Wynorski in the past. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've we seen have. a few of his joints. Yes. And uh, so Films, we decided to see his uh, very, very first one. Right, where it all started. Where it all started. His first directorial effort. Joint 1985, four, six, three, eighty-three. 83. Somewhere in the mid-80s, he made a movie called The Lost Empire. Mm-hmm. His first directing effort. Yes. You know what? We have a plot summary. That's what we usually do to start these things off. I'd love to hear it. Okay. Why don't you do it for us, Harlow? Sure. Thank you. Angel Wolf vows to avenge her brother's death. Her investigation leads her to the mysterious doc- Dr. Sin Wu, who is supposedly in league with an undead wizard named Lee Chuck. The doctor is holding a martial arts tournament on a secret island fortress, so Angel, after rounding up some of her martial artist fe- friends, enters the tournament in the hopes of finding Sin Du and Lee Chuck and bringing them to justice. Justice. Yeah, just us. <laughs> Yeah, that, okay. That's that, marginally correct. Yeah, that kind of is what the it movie wants to than, be about. That is better than most summaries on the internet, which okay. like talk about them being from an ancient tribe yep. and like, it, no, none of it. Nope. Well, there's an opening crawl to this movie that gives a bunch of details that none of which really are relevant whatsoever. Yeah, nope. Just like warring factions on Earth before time began and great cataclysm and you know just all this it's like okay dude whatever <laughs> you had this yeah you had this amazing backstory in your head that you didn't get to film did you <laughs> so yeah minorsky's first film he uh, triple threaded this sucker wrote yeah. it produced it directed mm-hmm. it. yeah uh got some bamcast alums in it it does As uh, a, Wynorski, uh, obviously yeah. of uh Dinosaur Island, our most popular video yes. on the internet. <laughs> Dinosaur Somehow. Island, y'all. Seabra. <laughs> Doesn't it have like a million views? Oh, over that. It's, oh my god. It's insane. It's I like a million and a half. How do we have a million views? Because of that anything? screen grab. That screen grab. <laughs> yeah, literally it's a screen grab. There are boobs on the screen grab. Ergo. I love thinking that Jim Wynorski may have actually watched that video at some point. I have a feeling that video has been seen more than Dinosaur Island has ever been seen. <laughs> But yeah, that uh, chopping mall, uh-huh. of course, and Death Stalker Two, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? The, the the wacky Death Stalker. <laughs> yeah. Did you say um the one with this? I, I missed the part where the soldiers and the what the hell was that called? The one with the soldiers and the dinosaur ma- island. No, the Mandibles. Wasn't that Jim Wynorski? No, That's you're, not you're thinking. No, you're thinking of uh the Charles Band joint. Oh, is that Charles Band? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I just remember the um, Zone Troopers. Zone Troopers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was okay, not Wynorski. Had nothing to do with my that. bad. Yeah. They they. He went on set and they told him, get the fuck out, Jim Wynorski. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go make your own movie. Okay. Yes. There are no women in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there and was then a, he there was like, well, then I'm getting the fuck out of here. There was a lady female. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
Or but yeah, soon. so that's the Lost Empire. <laughs> uh-huh. Some cast members. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> really. Uh, I, the only ones you're going to recognize, like Paul Kafos, mm-hmm. who's like the goofy guy sidekick, was in Chopping Mall mm-hmm. as well uh, as one of the one of the uh, female characters, Angela Ames. She was in Chopping Mall as well. And then uh, Angus Scrim, who was in Phantasm. But yeah. I don't think he's a Bam Castellum yet, nope. somehow. Nope. But he was the tall man. And then is it Robert Tessier? Sure. Yeah. He was in uh, Star Crash. Oh, is that our most decorated person in yes. this one? Yeah. yeah. Captain Eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. He is a very distinct looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's violently bald, kind of covered in tattoos. Mm-hmm varying degrees of hairy eyebrows <laughs> yeah but but for our purposes star crash but he was also in like cannonball run and hooper and the deep doc savage i think yeah he was in doc savage yeah, yeah. but anyway yeah yeah so there's it's it's a pretty good cast sure but um yeah it, that where to go from there um it's it's a Wynorski movie for sure starts with a gun barrel sequence from james bond it does <laughs> except Instead except of a gun barrel, the <laughs> instead of someone getting shot by it, the the dot goes around the screen and then focuses on cleavage. Yes, and then zooms out to a woman's cleavage as a man is showing her jewelry. Mm-hmm. It's a little shop in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just trying to find something. She is enthusiastic as fuck about this jewelry. She's and, very excited, and the shopkeeper is enthusiastic about. Everything but the jewelry. Uh, yeah, he was he was interested in her baubles. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, to at which point she picks out a necklace and is like, "I'll take this," mm-hmm. and <laughs> hands him like a stack of hundred dollar bills, which he puts in the old school credit card swiping <laughs> and, machine yeah, and, <laughs> and just clack, clack. swipes over them while staring like, at her. Yeah, the yeah, entire never, time. never looks down. Like never breaks eye contact. That's a good so joke. To speak. Yeah. That's, that's a good joke. <laughs> so. She leaves and he immediately closes up and then he's got a he's got like a demon head statue with a snake coming out of it. Yeah. Which has an emerald or not an emerald, but like a a ruby in its eye. Yeah. That has been glowing on and off making weird noises. We thought it was just like into the lady. Like, yeah, (laughs) like a hot lady alert. Yeah. Well, we thought like, oh, he's going to put the necklace on and that's going to activate this somehow. But no, Mm -hmm. none of that. No. Um, But uh that starts glowing and he kind of whips around and then there's ninjas kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of with yeah. uh ninja star yo-yos <laughs> yes ninja gimps gimp yeah they kind of yeah. got ninjas. the gimp suit yeah. hats going on they, they're throwing stars around chains yes they, and then they, they start drop them down and spinning yeah and then periodically they're off the chain yes yeah and throwing at people <laughs> yes but so they just drop these down which spin and then the shop owner's like, well, I'm going to shoot them. Mm-hmm. But apparently the spinning stars just De- confuse the bullets. bullets. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't go very well. And then they ninja star that guy to death. In the back of the head. Yes, that's right. Because he turns around to run because he ran out of bullets. Yeah, and... and he defenestrates through the shop window. Yep. And the cops show up. Oh, man. Immediately, as soon as the Within window breaks seconds. up. Yeah, the alarm goes off and immediately the cops are right like, there, stunt driving into the scene. Like, you'd think this guy was white, the cops showed up so fast. They were there quick. Yeah, they were like instantaneous, like, oh, shit, something happened, we gotta yeah. stop it. But yeah, so they then they go in, <laughs> and like... Yeah, three cops go in. Yeah, they, they, they all go through the broken window, mm-hmm. and the ninjas are like, well, shit, time to spin our things again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> time to spin our stars. 
To which, not as effective on a trio of cops. I think it's because the cops were in the ready position. Like, they were doing, (laughs) they were all, like, squatting, so they were about three feet tall. They had had their groin so far to the ground, they were squatting so much. Yeah. In ready position as they... (laughs) That must have been what did it. Yeah, but they open fire, and it's kind of like a back and forth, and eventually two of the ninjas get shot, Mm -hmm. but the... Other like as one's getting shot, he hits one of the cops with the star, yeah. and you know they take out two of the cops. So there's one cop left who basically gets in like a knife fight. You know, you get into the Saving Private Ryan thing where the guy's on top of him, ready to shove the knife into him, and mm-hmm. eventually does stab him in the chest. Mm-hmm. But then the cop goes fuck this, yanks the <laughs> knife out, and stabs the ninja in the neck, the old ninja neck. Yep. Yeah, and then kind of stumbles over, and the whole time like the eye on that statue has been glowing on and off and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of weird noises going on around it yep but he kind of crawls over and then cut to the credits uh yeah which is pretty sweet credits i gotta say for uh if it weren't for the text they would they would be really good yeah it's like a lot of line art renderings of Everyone in the sexy movie. Sexy lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, every sexy lady in the movie. Right. Yeah, all three. Well, yeah. I mean, the three main ones, and they just yeah. kind of keep... Re- the credits are good, but they keep reusing the same shots of the ladies over and over, and mm-hmm. it's a very long credit sequence. They had yeah. one drawing, and they move it around. And- yeah. But, yeah, but they do, like, the lines going across it yeah. to fill it in. And it's, it's, just- it's super 80s, you know, like, this is the kind yeah. of thing oh, yeah. where you're like... I liked it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And the music... Music is okay. It, the music is done by Alan Howarth, who is... Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's collaborator in the eighties. Um, and it's got that vibe to it. It just doesn't mm-hmm. have like a catchy overall kind of John Carpenter theme, but yeah. it's got percussion. That's awesome. Well, and early on, like they, when they, especially when they go into the, the text crawl, which comes up after the credits, which mm-hmm. is like something about an old tribe. Of, yeah. You know, it's the weird, it's the weird nonsense Lee that, never comes up. <laughs> that ruled the world. And it, yeah, it doesn't matter. Nope. Like, and that's the worst part of that is it doesn't matter because later on there's kind of an explanation similar to that, that someone gives and it's like, all right, well you could have just skipped the crawl and done that. Yeah. Yeah. That does but, happen. <laughs> yeah. But during that time, it's like very, uh, Terminator esque, mm-hmm. like the first one, like they're really pushing the, the synthy mechanical sound of it during yeah. that. And I was like, cause I'm like, is this going to be a time travel thing? Is that what's going on? You know, and going no. into this literally had no idea. Yeah. Like when it was in modern day, I was surprised that it started in modern day Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not where I expected this to start. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like a jungle movie. Yeah. And they stumble across the lost empire or something like that. But nope. No. Jungle movie. Nope. They stumble into a hostage situation. <laughs> yeah. Where three toughs have taken a a bunch of third graders hostage. Yeah, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> like holding a switchblade to a third grader's throat. Yep. And they've requested a chopper yep. and all the things money. that you request. Yeah. Because like they, they didn't do this as like this was their plan. This yeah, wasn't I like know. the, oh shit, I guess we'll just hijack <laughs> oh, a school. No. We it's not like hostages. they were escaping from the bank they robbed right, yeah. and exactly. went into a school. They were just like, let's take some kids <laughs> hostage and they'll just bring us money. <laughs> it's the easier way to do it. Well, to be honest, they probably, you know, like cops don't want dead kids no no one so wants that dead kids. it's actually not a bad plan right but you're also going to get all the cops and all the people if you do get caught are going to murder you yeah whereas if you just rob a bank they're programmed to just give you the money and right. rob the bank you know <laughs> like not hurt anybody okay it's not that yeah good plan. say like <laughs> all right you've convinced yeah. me 
early 80s, it was an okay plan. Sure. It hadn't been quite established well, yet how all the bank robberies work. You'd only seen like Dog Day Afternoon, and you're uh, like, well, that went badly for him. Let's try this. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Because of hostages. <laughs> if you so, just walk in and get the money and get yeah. the fuck out, you're yeah. good. Yeah. So the chief is out there, and there's like a, kind of an annoying deputy, or not deputy, but whoever, like he's like a detective there, and they're like, oh, we got to figure out how to get these get these kids safe. They're going to, every hour they're going to send out a kid in a body bag if we don't help them out. And then as they're discussing it, someone rides up on a motorcycle mm-hmm. wearing black leather outfit, got the helmet on. Well, there's like grizzled old sergeant who's saying, okay, we got to act because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's like smarmy young lieutenant guy yeah. who's, yeah. I'm in charge. He's because, apparently in charge. He's mm-hmm. the captain. You know, but he's like, Is he related I, to you, Chuck? I yes. think we should do nothing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. uh, if we do nothing, we're going to have bodies. <laughs> that's bad. And and yeah, that's when. Yeah. But that's when. Motorcycle cop. Motorcycle cop rolls up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? Like you know, and full body, like full helmet. You yeah. see nothing. Yeah. Just full leather. Except a giant badge right. on the chest. Uh-huh. And you're just like, okay. It, it's yeah. it's kind of Judge Dredd-esque. Yeah, you know? it is. Mm-hmm. And, and like, then the so. guys inside are looking outside like, hey, what are they going to do? Yeah. We got a bunch of third graders. Yeah. And the, like the disgruntled cop is like, so, Inspector Wolf, what do you think? Should we do something? And mm-hmm. you just, the person is just nods very, you know, yeah. obviously. And it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah and and drives through the caution tape yes the police tape that's up yeah and Cut to inside <laughs> where one of the guys is standing just to the side of a set of double doors well they see the motorcycle come up and yeah. not nothing comes from it so the main bad guy is like go check it out mm-hmm. well they're like it's the bag man yeah like, yeah I- they're like they're bringing us the money <laughs> so, and then nothing happens so he's like yeah. go go find out what's going on so he goes out into the <laughs> class hallway yeah and as bj put it <laughs> <laughs> they show the shot of the guy standing by the double doors and he's like oh we know yep, what's gonna yep. happen We've i've seen a movie before yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not quite what we were expecting because motorcycle obviously comes busting through the doors uh-huh. mm-hmm. however it's kind of it kind of busts through gingerly well yeah and also like it the doors aren't what take the guy out like the motorcycle comes through and basically just he close lines yeah. the, the guy but then wipes out, wrecks the bike as the bike goes sliding down the hallway into the camera rig, mm-hmm. which is like, well, why didn't you just fuck the door then if you're going to fuck that bike? Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to scrape up their nice linoleum yeah. floors. This was a school. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Yeah. It so, looked yeah. like it looked like a like a basketball court floor, though, kind of. Uh, like, it was yeah. weird. It, <laughs> yes. Like they built like they they rented a school and <laughs> built a school set on. <laughs> on top of that He's in like, the gym. You guys can only film in the gym. Right. <laughs> Put up some Wait, fake no, walls. That's like the one place oh, I was going to say that's the one place I usually don't want you to yeah. do anything on. Like oh. the gym oh, floor yeah. was precious. Yeah, you can't wear school. black shoes yeah, in there. True, yeah. Get the fuck out. Fair enough. But yeah, so they wipes the bike out, mm-hmm. hops off, pulls a gun and just starts blasting this guy. Yeah. So three shots to the chest, that guy's down. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the in, in the room, the guy's like, Oh, that's not good. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. And she, or the motorcycle cop, b- busts through the door to where the one guy who was kind of guarding the door jumps behind a, a, the desk, the mm-hmm. teacher's desk. While getting shot at. Yeah. And then pops up and then. And pops up and gets shot through a globe. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I noticed they put a big hole in the globe that mm-hmm. blasts this guy's chest out. He's done. And the other one's got a knife. Yeah. And he goes, that's six shots. Now it's time to tussle. Yeah. And 
yep. promptly gets shot in the chest. Mm-hmm. To which, like, so gets shot <laughs> in the which... chest and flies back onto the teacher's desk, mm-hmm. and then like immediately, sexy sax music starts, and you're like, <laughs> you're like, what the shit? Are they gonna fuck? What? <laughs> mm-hmm. And then motorcycle cop takes off helmet, and it's the star of our movie, hot blonde lady. Yep. <laughs> Who was basically her name, in no other movies? Lady. That's why we yeah. didn't mention her yet. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, shakes the hair down. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and then goes, "You're in school. You should learn how to count." <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 And then somebody shows up to her right. And promptly gets punched in the face. Yeah, it just you don't even see who it is. Just there's a presence next to her, and she mm-hmm. just goes punch. Yep, <laughs> and it's Jimmy the FBI agent, <laughs> mustachioed man. Yeah, it's the dude who was in chopping. Yeah, but yeah, whatever his name was. Um, and he's just like, ah, don't you know there's a penalty for punching an FBI officer in the nose? And then cut to them fucking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, doesn't she say, I'm like, well, why don't you show me or something, something like that? Something like that. There may yeah. have been like a sentence, but it just cuts to yeah, them on like a polar the, bear yeah. skin rug. Cut to the beast with two backs. <laughs> and they are fucking. <laughs> yeah. I think they were doing some acrobatic yoga personally. Yes, yeah. yes they yeah. might have been. Um, yeah. Yeah. And she's coming for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. They pan over to the fire. Yeah. To give you, you know, the impression that things mm-hmm. are heating up. Yep. Oh, is that and, what that means? Yeah, it's, oh. it's a and metaphor. then fade to uh. bearhead. <laughs> to which they, 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 I, I thought it was a symbol of the burning sensation <laughs> they're both going to feel in the well, morning. Well, that too. Oh, okay, but yeah, they they fade to the the bearhead, and guy is in the background yawning, but it's on the bearhead's mm-hmm. open mouth. So you're like, all right, whatever. But then he's just like, yeah, nice sex, <laughs> good, good sex, and <laughs> yeah. what do we do now? Um. I don't know. They start their day. Well, yeah. It, it, He's like, come with me to this crime scene. Well, they get called. Yeah, they yeah, get she called gets a call. In. Like, something's wrong. And she's like, how bad is it? And she goes to the hospital. Oh, right, and right, it's, right. It's her. We find out it's her. It was her brother who was ninja knifed the night before. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And he says, I've seen the face of evil. The devil's real, and he's coming for us all. Take yeah. this. And he hands her the star that he had been hit with yeah. earlier. He's been holding it the whole time. Like, even a doctor hasn't yeah. tried to pry it away. Um, yeah, and the doctors are like, you only have a minute like, to talk to him before we have to get him into surgery and right. all that. And he's right. just... Okay, real quick, by the way. Yeah. She's put on her casual work outfit. Holy shit. <laughs> which is, I mean... I, wh- I, how do you even describe this thing? It's a, it's a jumpsuit that... It's like a tinfoil jumpsuit. <laughs> but... But just with tits, but more spandexy. <laughs> yeah, like if if Barbarella was going to go rushing into a fire, it's she'd wear something like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah probably. It's like in Galaxy Quest when Sigourney Weaver's like, "Fuck this!" And just rips her shirt open. It's like, okay, that's how she walks around, mm-hmm. not being Inspector Motorcycle Cop Wolf. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, she is. It's when you see it, it's like city Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's wearing a and record. It's her casual wear. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, they got a call where they're like, "We have an emergency. You need to come now." And she took the time to put this on. <laughs> it looked like it'd go on. It's a speed suit. It went on quickly. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Speed. Suit. Well, yeah, and she didn't have to put on underwear or a bra, so yeah. you know. But she saved her I some mean, time. She's just. Tits right in the face of her brother, just like, yeah. tell me your secret. And he's just like, the devil's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. the doctor's like, get out. Well, and the thing is, she's just standing there like, I'll, 
I'll find them for yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, he's flatlining. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, this is the mo- the least anyone has ever freaked out on a deathbed next to someone in cardiac arrest. Yeah, she's just like, well, all right, if this is yeah. happening, then I guess yeah. that's, okay, well, I'll take your ninja star. <laughs> yeah. See you later, brother. <laughs> yeah. So they, they go back to the crime scene. Well, no, they, they stand over in the corner and oh. watch the doctors work for a while, and she's, you know, she shows... FBI buddy the, oh, the ninja right. star yeah. Yeah. and he's like oh suddenly it all makes sense and then he starts he proceeds to just rattle off this total nonsense bullshit mm-hmm. about everything that's about to happen in the movie but she's just like what <laughs> yeah yeah essentially he tells the story that there's a legend of a guy named Lee Chuck yeah who is granted immortality as long as he kills or has somebody killed every day and yeah. if, if it doesn't happen at the stroke of midnight the devil comes back and kills him, takes him instead. Yeah. yeah. And he's well, been at every disaster throughout time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the Titanic. Does he talk about the two amulets that have to be put together? Uh, yeah, he, I think he knows that one, too. Yeah. 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 He rattles. He off, knows all oh, the hits. He, he basically off. info dumps the thing from the beginning. Yeah, he does. And she is just like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And he's like, come with me. Let's go to the crime yeah. scene. And and she also talks about her brother. He's like, she's like, he was just a rookie cop. He was a damn rookie. He didn't know the score. <laughs> yeah, he you know, know it's like, score. he didn't get a chance to know the score. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like, was, did was they just tell four, you to the improv? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, did they just tell you to improv cop stuff? I think like, so, with, yeah. During that scene. Yep. Just, he was a damn rookie. <laughs> And they're yeah. like, let's go to the let's go to the crime scene, which is day two of this minor incident. I mean, granted, people are dead, but they were all ninjas and a couple. Yeah. But I mean, it's still cops everywhere and mm-hmm. taped off. And so like smarmy cop comes around and he's yeah. just it, for some reason, they're hauling him away for some reason. And I never understood why. But mm-hmm. they're just like, come on, buddy. And he's just like, ah, you you should have listened to me, blah, blah, blah. And they take him away like mm-hmm. he's being arrested. And you're like, OK, okay. And then Deputy Exposition comes out. Oh, my God. Exposition? <laughs> and he's just like, I don't know why they're taking him away. I really don't. Okay, bye. <laughs> it's just Well, this conversation is like over a minute long <laughs> and imparts no information whatsoever. Other, yeah. other than like, well, he's going to go down anyway. Yeah. They, you know. Yeah, they caught him doing a thing with stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know why. So. Yeah, because she's like, who gave that, that goofball a badge? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. No. I really don't. But she goes in to, to <laughs> investigate the crime scene. Yeah. And they got a bunch of tape, taped out uh, outlines. This is a good five minutes of her standing in a very tiny room acting like she's investigating every corner mm-hmm. of it. Um, Until it, the, the eye lights up and makes a weird sound in the corner and she shoots it. Or doesn't shoot, but she, she pulls her draws gun. her gun and yeah. aims at something behind her. Yeah. And that's when the... The gem floats out of the eye mm-hmm. and then lands in her purse, mm-hmm. her gold purse that goes with her silver outfit. Yep. But it is lined with the same material on the inside. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so now she's got the thing, but doesn't know it. Yeah. No, she matter of fact, she never knows it, but she hears somebody <laughs> in the room. She does. Yeah. The, she because does. the back room kind of flitters. Yep. She goes back there and draws the blinds mm-hmm. and it's <laughs> some. Chinese guy who's just, Charlie Chan who man. just gives her this weird smile and then suddenly it's her FBI guy and him just all sitting at a table in a Chinese restaurant well he does say something like good evening yeah <laughs> just standing there but suddenly they're just like they're in there and they're and again they're doing the exposition dump about mm-hmm. well we need to find this guy because you know he's special officer on loan from China to mm-hmm. explain all this and 
Now go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have exposition in a different flavor. And he basically <laughs> gives her the, okay, uh, you've seen Enter the Dragon, right? Mm-hmm. We got to do that. Yeah. But you got to put a team together. Yeah, we need a team of three. Yeah, it's yeah. like Enter the Dragons. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you like dragons? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to be there for that pitch. <laughs> it's like Enter the Dragons. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but they wrote the S with a dollar sign. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's even faster than an elevator pitch. It's like a revolving door pitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enter the dragon. <laughs> yeah, but so yeah, she's like, "All right, I know a team." Yeah, but but yeah, it's, it's there, there's a tournament and they have to be invited in, but you have to have teams. So right. go get your ladies. Yeah. And teams is what keeps out spies. That The reason there are trios is because that way they know you're not sending in a spy. Yeah, three cops couldn't possibly work no. together. <laughs> Never. So she gets in her sweet Jeep and goes for a drive. Sweep. For a good five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> driving along. So it's a little while. Driving it's along a while. And eventually happens upon an um, uh, Indian reservation-ish. Mm-hmm. Well, it's supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, there's a there's an old wise Indian man there. There's your stereotypical mm-hmm. sitting outside, Native American chanting, man doing sit- his thing. Yep, and she's like, "Hi, you know." Just- well, she she seems to know the customs. Like she, does oh yeah, not- she speaks to him, and well, she also kind of waits for him to get to like the end of a mm-hmm. verse or whatever you would call it when you're chanting. <laughs> yes, I mean, you know, she seems respectful. Yeah, you got to and- come in on the chorus, right? Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah, he's he's like, you know, I'm, she's asking for someone and he gives an explanation and then she says thank you and bows and walks away. And that man turns to Stardust and <laughs> vaporizes out of the scene. Yeah, he trons the fuck out. Yeah, he does. Um, so she walks over to the fire and she has a newspaper, which she opens up. And inside it says something like police department stops Indian assassination, <laughs> Indian assassination, which yep. I'm wondering, does that mean someone was trying to assassinate an Indian or was the Indian the <laughs> the assassinator? But it's just like one of those standard like cop congratulation pictures with mm-hmm. her and Indian in full headdress standing there like accepting the commendation. Like, thanks for either stopping me or <laughs> stopping who was trying mm-hmm. to shoot me. Um, but inside that is a white feather. And she takes it out and throws it in the fire. And so yeah, she says some weird shit first. Like, <laughs> yeah, <she's- laughs> oh, White Star. Is yeah. that her name? White yeah, Star? White Star. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the I'd... most appropriately named Indian of all time. <laughs> right. Oh, White Star. I, you said if I ever needed something, yes. I, you'd be there. Yeah. Um, and so throws Feather into fire. Fire does all sorts of weird special effects bullshit. And then appearing out of nowhere on a white horse is White Star. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In her ridiculous <laughs> Indian bra. Yeah. Her first of <laughs> many <laughs> ridiculous... <laughs> Played by Raven De La Croix, who, uh-huh. if you know who she is, uh, probably it would be from Russ Meyer's Up. Sure. She has Ample Bosom. Yes. That would have been a good name. Ample Bosom? Yeah. <laughs> but, hold, you know, I mean... Stands that, with backache. I mean, <laughs> I mean there's, a, there's an obvious visual image here that you're immediately drawn to. However, it it, it is... We should not diminish the fact, and even though the movie never mentions it again, this person just vaporizes out of nowhere. It just appears on a horse. Yep. She's a fucking spirit. Have you never done that, Chuck? No. Not lately. Not here. (laughs) 
Never mentioned again. It never comes up. Oh, she is three quarter Cherokee and French Indian. Okay. Well, that's... I don't. I don't feel so. Okay. Weird. Grossed out about yeah, it. Yeah. Grossed out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. You she should. should feel bad. She. She yes. should feel bad. I, yeah. Probably because she's basically doing a Tonto thing through the entire. In fact, Deal. that's her first line of the movie when she yeah. pops out because pops out. Yeah. Because, White Star, you're here. Yeah. What yeah. were you expecting, Tonto? Yeah. Womp womp. Like that's they, they don't actually. They, they don't actually give you the womp womp noises. No. Anything she says, but oh, everything man. she says deserves it. a womp womp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and she oh. vacillates between like that. She kind of does the Indian that, that quote stereotype unquote, pigeon English mm-hmm. yes. Indian stereotype thing, and then the rest of the time she's just being saucy ass May West. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, later on, like, why don't when... you come to the reservation and see me? So... <laughs> I'm surprised that's something she didn't say. It's, yeah. it's that <laughs> they get that joke in later. Yeah, because she she joins up with her and she's like, all right, now we need to recruit another friend. And so they go to a prison to get the friend, and you know, and then she, they're walking in, and Riven Delacroix is like. Well, I have some reservations about this. <laughs> and she's like, you really went there? She's like, yeah. She's like, you, sh- you should be fined $10,000 for that line. <laughs> oh, I think she said you should be locked up in here for two years. Okay. Yeah. Something like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you should be locked up in here for that line. Um, so they walk out into the prison yard mm-hmm. and it's just fucking pajama party beatdown going on yeah. it's it's sexy lingerie it is, fight it night. is an exploitation <laughs> women's prison yes in every aspect writing of that. that title down pajama party <laughs> beatdown. i mean the, everyone's just in the shortest shorts and just like midriff revealed and it's ridiculous oh, yeah. but and it's just like apparently two women are gonna fight mm-hmm. and uh there's a lot of like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then like reveal the villain who's going to be in this fight. Well, yeah, except the way the scene is framed, you think the quote unquote villain in this fight is who they're coming to recruit mm-hmm. yeah. because she's center yeah. frame yes. and distinctive from everyone else. Yeah. And <laughs> comes out. As, all right. So everyone's wearing like the same kind of like skimpy almost nurses outfit thing yeah. you know prison gear yeah, yeah. paper clothes yeah t- all tied up to reveal as much as possible and then the the lar- the larger lady in the back whoever the crowd kind of parts and reveals that mm-hmm. you know they're gonna fight just basically is like i'm gonna take this off and underneath is wearing like this studded leather all black thing yeah it is remarkable complete yeah. with whip yep she has a whip <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, this is like this is a little more than like what I would call standard dominatrix. This is like getting into like some like Red Sonia Deathstalker, you know, yeah. area shit. This yeah. is crazy. But so yeah. there's <laughs> so she's fighting a blonde girl that we barely even mm-hmm. get a look at. Mm-hmm. And so I was with you. I was like, oh, well, clearly. And I thought, well, this is weird. They're going to have two, you know, dark headed ladies in this mm-hmm. trio. That doesn't make sense. That goes against every. But you you, you realize trope. that who they're after is not the larger lady because of the dialogue alone. Yeah, she's like. Oh great! This is who we're coming to get. Uh, give her time, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh wait, well, yeah, fight's not over yet. Yeah. Obviously, because she's kicking her ass. So this well, is not and, who they're after. Yeah, and I was thinking that I was like, well, it's got to be the blonde chick. Mm-hmm. Right. But then the dominatrix girl is like literally gouging her eyes out at one point. And yeah. I was like, oh well, shit. Guess it's not going to be her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and at some point, she decides that her weird, skimpy, studded leather <laughs> outfit is a little too cumbersome, and. Like yeah. it has another like rip off yep. reveal. Like yeah. there is a second like warm up suit part of this where it's just like here's yeah. the middle part gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's just like nipples are out. It's it's on and like 
one girl in the crowd comes over and is just like, okay, you guys, that's enough. And she gets her top ripped off for the for hell no of it. Reason. Which, you know, m- movie women, when they get their tops ripped off, are usually just like, oh, dear God, and put like hands overhead, like, mm-hmm. oh, what's happening? You know, it's like, <laughs> yep. cover up if you're d- distressed by this. But, well, you know, we also have the warden movies. talking to, to our <laughs> two heroines. And he's like, yeah, I love to watch. It's great. He's and he keeps put getting this weird, oh, yeah, creepy he, he laugh. Super yeah. creepy laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they add reverb to it. Yeah. Too. Well, like, and also, like he's like, you know, expecting them to join in. And it's like, yeah, OK, yeah. guy. Because I, yeah, I but, think they ask him, like, does this happen all the time? He's like, you're damn right. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to watch. Yep. But so, eventually they get tossed into the mud pit that happens to be there. <laughs> of course. Because, of course, it happens to be there. Yeah, it totally does. And uh, the dominatrix, dominatrix chick has picked up a rock and is just going to brain her. Just like, okay, game over. And so the the blonde girl who's been covered in mud now uh, just takes her top off and, you know, winds it up like a wet towel and just slaps the rock out of the dominatrix's mm-hmm. hand and uh, kind of, you know, defeats her into the mud and then then it's just kind of like over it's there's not a lot to it yeah it's like all right hit the showers and our the other two are talking to her like yeah hey how would you like some time off your sentence like huh yeah you put me in here what why and during all this the camera's just like slowly panning up and then it's just like ass <laughs> while the conversation is happening mm-hmm. and then more conversation happens and it's just like boobs it's just like okay yes <laughs> let mm-hmm. them get on with their scene yeah um but yeah they just talk to her and yeah but they they have one of the more gratuitous shots during this conversation because she says well i'm covered in bruises and the and <laughs> yeah. they cut to breasts uh-huh yeah during that like like she is just, covered in breasts that mm-hmm. that is for certain yes. just breasts yes the most of the top of her is mm-hmm. covered in breasts <laughs> and then cut back out to the wide shot of the three of them where yeah. it's like you could still see her topless mm-hmm. so we didn't need that unnecessary zoom for a second but yeah. But yeah, but they're like, hey, we got to, you know, we got to go do this ninja thing. And she's like, why should I help you? You busted me. You yeah. put me in here. So you busted she, yourself. Yeah. You, you what, what she said, like she stole a crane. Something. And had taken. Stole, stole a crane, picked up and used, a, and picked a up building. A house. Like, yeah. yeah. A two car garage. Two car <laughs> garage. Two car garage. Yeah. Dropped it on a police station. Yep. Uh, yeah. And she, her excuse was, well, you know, I, I get a little fucked up sometimes and mm-hmm. do crazy stuff. But just that once. But am I getting out early? All right, let's go. I'm in. Mm-hmm. So what if I get loaded every once in a while and get a little crazy? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yep. Loaded. <laughs> loaded. Yep. So cut to them at the airport. Just being snarky as fuck. Oh, man. Because this is where uh, where the dude from Star Crash comes in, who is kind of, I guess he's like the. He's the first officer of this yeah. whole thing. <laughs> but he's also kind of like the MC of this whole, <laughs> this whole Enter the Dragon yeah. thing. Yeah. Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of the hype man. Well, they too, go, now well, they go actually it. sign up first. There's that brief scene. Oh, where right. Yes. yes. Sorry. All right. So they. Uh, I did skip. Yeah. That. They go to like. They they have like they they go basically in the classifieds and there's a hey you want to enter a martial arts tournament go to this <laughs> place in Chinatown, <laughs> and so they sh- they show up and apparently this is like a silent monastery type place because yes. everyone's like shh yeah, and anyway I they, there's just a really goofy scene they go to meet this guy who's just shh to everything they do. Which they're trying to say, like, you know, how do we enter the tournament without talking? They they throw the ad right. on the desk, and the dude shows them the list that the list is full. Mm-hmm. It says locked. <laughs> yeah. 
And so the it's just just for flavor. It's this like ye old parchment with just English written on it, but in like fancy calligraphy. Yes. Like they yeah. asked the lady next door to, you know, and then there's actually like a filed stamp or something. Yeah, right. said filled. Yeah. filled. Yeah. And so prison girl is like, oh, yeah, well, and then takes like dude's hand, which is holding a pen or a pencil and forces him to start scratching out names. Which is not legally binding. You can, that's not how that works. But scratches off three names, and then they're like, "Okay, we're in now." Yeah. And somewhere in the middle of this, there is a point where they just like slap the desk that's one just time at the end. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But like, before they before the punctuation on the scene, like dude gets up and like threatens them with you know kung fu, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then they the three of them also threaten him back with kung fu, to which he then pretends he's yawning mm-hmm. <laughs> and stretching, it's pretty good. It's pretty and then good. sits right back down like oh. There are a lot of good sight gags mm-hmm. going on in this movie, but yeah, then main chick just slaps the desk. I thought it was mid conversation because I thought at the very end it was more like that delayed like because they just snap. Oh at no, the end. it was it was right at the end where okay. like they're getting ready to turn around and she's just like slap smacks the desk. They turn around and then look back and snap. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and the desk, and the desk falls apart. And then they say something about the tablecloth or whatever. It's not your color, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. Right. It's a bad oh, way oh it was. Seen. No, it was the, the her purse. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, okay. she has she starts, a habit of leaving yeah. her purse behind. Yeah, she, she does. starts to pick up or he starts to pick up her purse. And it looks like he's going to hand it to her. But she's like, nah, yeah, doesn't match your, your outfit. Yeah. But then even though it never matches my outfit. Either. <laughs> yeah, that's when they go to the airport. Right. And the, 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 the other two, the, the ones that have been recruited are already there. Yeah. The main girl's not there yet. Yeah. Um, but so they're standing there with the other two pairs of three who are going along and getting the read the riot act from eyebrow man. Uh, meanwhile, like white star is just mocking the shit out of everything. He says mm-hmm. just everything, every sentence he says, she has some sort of dumb snappy comeback. Well, yeah, for. Like- it looks like we've been blessed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but then, so uh, inspector wolf finally shows up with her boyfriend who's driven in a Mitsubishi Starion. Yeah. <laughs> And they're just, he's gone completely idiotic. He's just like, but, like, this was his idea. Mm-hmm. But now he's like, but you can't go because there's no food in the house. And I don't know what's, did you feed the goldfish? And, I, and she's just like, dude, just He's fucking. Rick Moranising out. Yeah. What he's doing. I just realized we never even mentioned she got a phone call that her brother, oh, no, the cops showed up and her brother died. Right. Yes. So that, that's That was like her final, like. I'm going to go murder these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She got a call from, or which she got would, a visit from the silent which, cops. Yeah. I was going to say, like, <laughs> there is a running thing in this movie where, you know, you know, I mean, the movie rule is if you speak on film, you get it's, it's a whole different level of pay. And, yep. you know, you can get a SAG card and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So there are several points in this movie where people will be on screen and, like, purposely not say a word. Yeah. And these two cops show up and she's just like, oh, he's dead, isn't he? And they, they, they basically just both go hang their heads. They bow and their walk hearts away. and walk away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that that's what motivated her to finally be like, all right, let's do this. Um, but yeah, so she she finally you know gets all of her luggage and they all get on the plane. Uh, to which you know FBI cop goes back to his Mitsubishi and sees that she's left her purse behind on the hood of the car. Mm-hmm. So he tries to run it over to them, but the plane has immediately taxied and is taking off. Well, you can do that at a private airport. Yeah, I know, but I'm just, I'm just if the time from him saying goodbye, walking back to his car to yeah. the time the plane is already up in the air. Um, but he's like, oh well, and slings well, it he, over. To his be shoulder. fair, he was like fucking around getting back to the car. Like, oh, I agree. What am I gonna do? They don't have any cocoa puffs. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. Like, he's very concerned about his. Yeah, cocoa guy puffs. doesn't know how to go to the store and buy his own yeah. damn cereal. No. Um, 
But yeah, then he's walking back to his car holding this purse. And for some reason, there's just two gay men strolling along at this yeah. airport who'd make, you know, some shot, you know, just like, hey, sailor or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, sailor, nice purse. And he's just like, yeah. what a day. Oh, no, everything's <laughs> the worst because yeah. someone looked at me like I look at all the other people on the planet. Yeah, but uh, yeah. then they're off to uh, Fantasy Island. <laughs> yep. Whatever this Golgotha. <laughs> this uh, tiny uh, model mountain <laughs> in a pool of water somewhere mm-hmm. that just has smoke pouring out of it. Um, yeah, but they land and... Well, we don't see them land, but they're just... No, they they walk in from the actually, island the, Actually, the, uh, the, the wipe that happens is the airplane landing. Yes. Like, the wipe goes across the screen and it's like... Yeah, you, know. you hear the, the tire squeal yeah. as mm-hmm. the characters walk out like, well... Here we are. Yep. Um, yeah. Which, yes, of course, quippy lady has to be like, oh, Fantasy Island, and let's yeah. do tattoo things and stuff. Yeah, they're all just quipping their way. Like, no one's taking this seriously at all. Yeah. Like, the three main characters are just, like, joking their way through everything. And also saying shit out loud that you shouldn't say if you're undercover <laughs> at all, ever. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, just period. Yes. <laughs> um, so they, they're walking along, and they get to... What's the series of events here where they they're not immediately put through the creepy obstacle course first, are they? Like no, they, no, they have well, like the well, come here and we'll tell you how great this place is. Okay, and yeah, how we're gonna build a extraordinary fighting force. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but you've got the main dude from Star Crash, mm-hmm. the, you know the main the MC of the place, mm-hmm. tell him how well you know we're not gonna tolerate any shenanigans and no <laughs> spies can be here and right. All this bullshit, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, now we have to we have to give you our, all your uniforms, and then you have to undergo testing." Yes. So they all get these same weird little bikini toga type things, and they all have to go like they go when they're all like laying on tables, mm-hmm. and they go through this pretty sweet little scanner thing. They go through like these three three rings of metal detectors. Um, which they're just joking their way through and they're getting yelled at, you know, come on, single file. Mm. Stop fucking around. Yeah. yeah. Seriously, not that hard, people. <laughs> yeah, for what but there's only nine of you. <laughs> yeah, White Star for once is like, hey, we better pay attention to this. Yeah. Like like, like and she's and, and it's kinda like the person who's been just like like in class who was always passing you notes and bugging you and asking you about stuff, and then as soon as you respond, like, hey, we need to pay attention to this. Yeah. You need to you need to quiet it down for a minute. And it's like, no, you've been fucking around the whole time. You you don't get the right to tell anybody to do anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but, but so like ladies start laying down on tables and getting yeah, topless. The, there's and, poking and prodding, and eventually, I mean, all yeah. it really serves to, is that there's there's one lady where they lift her hair up and go in her ear, and she's got like it's she's got a microchip. It's in a her microchip ear. in her ear. Yeah, the scene also serves to give us a lot of gratuitous nudity. Yes. Yeah, I mean, basically the. Theoretically, the point of the scene is that they're doing all these cavity searches and stuff like that to, mm-hmm. to make sure no, no one brought in trackers or stuff like that. But they're doing it in very strange ways. Like, like the main girl gets sat in a chair mm-hmm. and guy comes over and does cartoon laser laser dentistry on her to where he just puts this glowing tube in her mouth and yeah. cartoon sparks fly out all over the place. And then he's done. And she's like, the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> it was so, a Tesla whitening, uh, teeth whitening. Kit, oh, you know? OK. Yeah. yeah. But like some girls get it worse than others, and that's not worth talking about. But yeah, they throw out the, they find the one spy who's not related to the actual mm-hmm. spies, but she also apparently was a spy, and they're, yeah, and MC guy just is like, he's a spy, yeah, yeah. and rips off his robe and is just like, fight me, <laughs> yeah, well, he just grabs her and snaps her neck, yeah, and and then the other girl, he's like, you got a problem with any of this, and and Detective well, everyone... Wolf is just like, she knew the she knew the rules, yeah, but then. White Star 
not under her breath, just flat out out loud says, I'm going to murder you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe hold that, hold back until that guy leaves the room. Mm-hmm. Don't give away your position right there in front of everybody. Yeah. It's silly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah. So they're sent to their rooms. They're in. Yeah. Yeah. And she gets sent to her room where she's like, all right, I guess it's time for bed. Mm-hmm. Kind, of, kind of curious what happens to the other two of the trio of the traitor lady that they found. Oh, I don't know. Are they all just immediately eliminated? No, because I, there's still like nine, yeah. eight or nine women in every they lineup. Just alternates? So. Like I, yeah, I guess they called yeah. in, you know, like Becky. <laughs> like with, call, with the good hair? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They just call her up. Um, but no. So Wolf gets her bedroom. Um, we never see the other two at any point during this. But uh, yeah, she she kind of. This is weird because she goes into this like this weird prefab bomb shelter bedroom that they've set mm. up for her. Um, and then the camera zooms in on someone is opening this panel in the room. Mm-hmm. The camera zooms in on it, and then it transitions to a shot of Los Angeles. Yeah. It's like, well, who was? What was happening there? Who was peeking yeah. in? What was the point of that? Well, we find out in a minute a- after we go back to yeah, Los Angeles right. and our hapless boyfriend mm-hmm. FBI guy, who just like he's just in like, oh god. Yeah, I mean, he's, or he's, he's just like, falling asleep in the chair. It's hard. I mean, but no, there's like trash all there, around there trash. Cheetos like, and beer cans <laughs> everywhere. I mean, the guy has been alone for six hours and just let go. Like, just like whatever, man. But there's he, no cocoa. Puffs he's obviously here. in his house, though, because there's a bar with like a neon chorus sign and a poster of John Wayne. Yeah, that's like all it's decorating. Yeah. He's place. got all his magazines. He's got Playboy, Mad Magazine and Cracked. Yeah, <laughs> he's, man. He's just fucking going Dude, for the Holy Trinity. You guys yo. live in the fucking dream. <laughs> yes, he he's even got, I, I think it's like the Cracked Mega issue or something. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah, the it king-sized <laughs> double Cracked. Yeah, but and the, straight and, broken. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the thing is, like, she's gone for the weekend. Yeah, you can do anything. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, my life is horrible now that she's gone. It's yeah, like, no, dude, play video games. Yeah, you, come on, you got the TV all to yourself. Yeah, you could watch football. Yeah, <laughs> on one of your three channels, you'll never have to watch Cooking Channel, not even once. Right? Come cooking on, Cooking Channel, not even once. Yeah, come on, guy. But yeah. no. But, but the, eventually, the jewel is kind of like, "Hey, guy." Yeah, yeah Jewel's like, <laughs> uh, "We gotta, we gotta move some plot along here, pal." Yeah, so it pops up out of the purse. Yeah, and wakes him up, mm-hmm. and he turns around. He well, he whips around like with his gun, like, "Who's there?" And then the jewel, I guess it's understood that the jewel just explains to him, "You must take me to the island," because he's just like, "Yes, I will take you to the island." Yeah, so he's on his way. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know what we need to do. Yeah. So cut back to Wolf in bed. <sighs> yeah. Sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is just no covers. Spread eagle. <laughs> just like, look at me. I'm sleeping. Yeah. In, um, her, in her very elaborate bra and panties. Mm-hmm. But, full makeup. Like mm-hmm. ridiculous full makeup. <laughs> oh, yeah. But And they keep panning down to her leg. Yes. Like they keep getting a close up of her leg. And then going back to her face sleeping. And then back to her leg. And then eventually, finally, there's a tarantula crawling on her leg. Mm-hmm. Upper leg. Uh-huh. Over her crotch, yep. up her stomach, onto her boob. Yep. <laughs> As apparently, apparently, that's the striking point, though, because oh yeah, she that, had, that will not be tolerated. She had procured the uh, the Bible of what, whatever the guy's name was, not she, Sindo. Sindo. Sindo, Sindo, yeah, the Bible yeah. of Sindo, and she's been she's been oh yeah, cocked been, and ready to yeah, smack this thing. To go, but you know, but well, she needed elevation. 
Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> so when it got to her boob, it right. was way well, up there. Yeah, it would be tired and, and have less oxygen. Yeah, it climbed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Denver right. at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, she smacks it with the Bible and then just starts smashing the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Which, it, it sounds like she is killing a ball of scotch tape because... It's making all kinds of squeaky, squishy, weird sounds. Yeah, and we're, we're like, like okay, you're overkilling the sound effects on this dude. But she, she, Cameron goes over to it and she looks at it and it's a fucking robot spider, mm-hmm. <laughs> which starts melting and evaporating and yeah. mm-hmm. bubbling. And she looks at the camera. <laughs> says, right at the camera. Directly at the camera and says, I hate robot spiders. <laughs> Thank you. And then, and then falls back into bed. Yeah. I mean, unless you're John Peters. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Then you loved fucking robot spiders. <laughs> robot spiders are the best. <laughs> Can't finish without a robot yeah, spider. Seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that never comes back. That's never explained. That's Why never was anything. there a robot spider? What was it doing? It was what? another test oh. from Koro. Oh. Eyebrows. Ah, ah, okay. <laughs> okay. Which, he said we, you will face many tests. Did we mention Maybe the, one later tonight. No, dudes, we didn't mention the the change. The, the, I think we said something like ever changing eyebrows. Yeah, but, but we didn't right. mention why we said. So that. the very first time, the dude has like two full grown caterpillars above his eyes at the airport. Yeah, and then like the next scene, they say something offhandedly like, "Where's whatever his name? Coro, Coro, Coro," mm-hmm. and he's like, "He's probably off narrowing his eyebrows right. or something like that, putting nair on his eyebrows." Because the next time we see him, he's got normal eyebrows, <laughs> totally normal, like actually shaped yeah. eyebrows, and it's like, and these will go back and forth. The and, and the time. thing is, is like. There was a point where we actually wondered if there were two characters because, mm-hmm. like, when he's got bushy eyebrows and generally, you know, shirt off and tattoos are where he's all like, ah, I'm yeah. going to put you through hell. He's like, well, no, it was when he had regular eyebrows is when he was oh, really that's, mean. That's, that's and true. then he yeah. had bushy eyebrows right. and, and he, he was, was normal. Like, he's yeah. like, yeah. oh, hi, you know, yeah. got everything you need. And it was like, is this two Just, different dudes? really or? pissed that somebody mm-hmm. shaved his eyebrows Maybe off. Maybe it's a Jekyll and Hyde thing. Like, the eyebrows grow out and then... Must- must then, <laughs> except when he's nice, they grow up. Right? Yeah. I, who knows? <laughs> Jekyll and Hyde, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's the next day, and they're out just doing Olympics, murder Olympics. <laughs> yeah, they, they're doing the murder decathlon. Yeah, it's you know, stab all the things, stab shoot decathlon. all the arrows, <laughs> do all the, you know, we, we have lots of jumping jacks. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. So the scene starts like you hear kind of a synth. <laughs> take off of chariots of fire and then all these busty ladies come running out in bikinis um so they're they're running in slow motion and eyebrow dude like tongue falls out of his mouth to which he forcibly pushes it back in um Mm -hmm. and they're all doing jumping jacks and it's just gratuitous nonsense (laughs) it really is yeah um but yeah so they're just they're doing you know archery yeah. yeah. Various things. And then at some point, they're like, well, we need to do some investigation tonight. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Yeah. yeah and I yeah, think we've also ahead. seen, a, like, the Dr. Claw figure kind of talking, like, just covered. We don't see his face and everything. Yeah, you've seen, like, like, the back of his hooded head. And he's, you know, he's got special, you know, magic screens that show him around the... I mean, it's just surveillance. All right. Yeah. <laughs> They're just Toshiba monitors. <laughs> right. Oh, I, I, I thought they were kind of just sort of floating. There. Oh, no, no. no. Oh, straight up monitors. This, this okay. a bank of Toshiba monitors. I, I guess I'm just imagining better things in my head. But yeah. 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 And at one point, he's like looking at all the ladies like, who's going to be tonight? And it's like, the Raven had one. Because mm-hmm. she ends up, you know, getting separated off and like invited to dinner or something like that. Well, after, after she that, goes and explores, like, like she takes out a guard 
and sneaks around and finds the girl that apparently oh, right, they had been yeah. sent there to find or, or who was missing or that's something. That's the next night. The first night is when the main girl gets into uh, the duel. Like, okay. it's duel to the death time. Yeah. Because... Uh, Which is the only fight of the tournament that we see. Yeah. So just like dude with massive battle axe comes out or sword and they have a fight. She has a tiny shield and a sword. Um, so they fight back and forth. Eventually he knocks her down, knocks the sword out of her hand, knocks the shield out of her hand to which he's coming at her. She picks up the sword and stabs it through his face, like through the back of his face. Yep. And comes out the back of his head. Yeah. And white star <laughs> and the other one are, you know, Statler and Waldorfing in the yeah. in the corner this whole time, and White Star says, "She goes, he really got the point." Yeah, it's just like, all right, whatever movie. Yeah, Lost uh, Empire. Yeah. Huh? I wish they'd never found it. <laughs> so, like, this is when eyebrows comes out and it's just like, congratulations, White Star, you've won the dinner of a lifetime tonight. Dress for mm-hmm. dinner and meet our host. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's like, well, you killed the turkey or you carved the turkey and I get the dinner, huh? And it's just like, okay, stop this banter that's not really mm-hmm. banter. Just stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So White Star is, has won the prize yeah. of getting but to... But that's, that's later because before that, she finds the girl. No, she finds the girl the, the later. Well, because when she goes to dinner, she gets drugged and then doesn't wake up until they start murdering everyone at the end. That's right. Yeah. Really? So you're off. It's, it's <laughs> right. weird. Like it's, yeah. one night... Don't they, they do two nights of sneaking? Sneaky? Yeah, there's a lot of like there's a lot of similar scenes, Hard which is why it's confusing. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but what, the first night I believe she takes out a guard, puts on his robes, and sneaks out. But the alarms go off immediately that they know that she's right. out there. And so that's she, the night that they find the yeah, girl, right? Yeah, and they find the girl who I guess they had mentioned when they were in L.A. at some point that this girl had disappeared. Maybe, maybe, and that if they do, they mentioned it very quickly. Yeah, but, but she gives more information than we had even heard, which was basically yeah. like she lost a previous tournament, and they were going to sell her to slavers. The the losers it. were all going to be sold off to slavers or Arabs well, or something. The, the, the funny thing is, is like they say something like. Yeah, there, there's some sheik that's been buying a bunch of losers. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the phrasing of it is like, yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's like, they could tell I was going to run away. So I ran away. <laughs> yeah. She's like, but my ankle's broken. So I can't go anywhere. And, yeah. and White Star's like, all right, you need a splint. I'll, I'll go help. Mm-hmm. I'll go get something and help. Yeah. And so she, she goes, goes and about hides. 10 yards away. And then the guards show up. Yeah. And among them is our sleazy cop yeah. from earlier. Yes. And it's like, uh, okay. Okay. Why are you there? Yeah. Sir? Are you He's like there were jerky things to be done. So <laughs> Well, he was being hauled off before. I guess yeah. I guess Sindo Sindu got wind of Sindu got wind windu of, <laughs> of yeah. what he do. I saw that <laughs> so well. <laughs> so well. And and brought him to the potty. Yeah. Um, but he's like, Oh, we found you. Oh, so to take you away. <laughs> so Sam Jackson showed up and recruited him for the Avengers. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I heard Windu. I'm just yeah. trying to figure it all out. No. But so he shows up and they're taking her away and he's cackling and yeah. she's screaming. Meanwhile, White Star is just hiding behind a tree going, huh? Well, man, sucks to be her, doesn't it? Guess, guess I don't need to make that splint. I'll avenge you one day. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, at some point, the other girls go exploring. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think it actually that happens simultaneously with. With White Star getting drugged. Okay. So we get back to where she's been invited to go to dinner. Okay. But she has to get dressed up. Yes, she has to dress for dinner. Mm-hmm. To which oh my she God. wears... 
<laughs> basically uh, pol- polar a, polar skin bra yeah it's yeah. like a white shag carpet bra i said it looked like the whipped cream scene from varsity blues yeah. but 10 times bigger yeah except <laughs> like, with like yeah. 18 cans yeah, of whipped cream. with like triple g's <laughs> yes yeah it's it's a ridiculous looking outfit but whatever. I mean, yeah. she's been wearing ridiculous outfits since she showed up in the movie. She she's never wearing anything that is no remotely sane. But each time, you're just like, Jesus, what mm-hmm. the hell? Yeah, they, they do like have fun increasingly making her outfits yes. more ridiculous. And fun fact, she made all of her own outfits. Yep. Bit it's of true. trivia it for you. It doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> hey, who, yeah. who knows her poops more than she does? Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, so she goes into dinner and is... You know, and, and before she goes in, the MC hype man mm-hmm. tells her, you know, like you need to speak only when spoken to. You need to be polite about things, and just you know, yeah. He's he's kind of like being nice. He's like, listen, yeah. He's like, back to normal could, guy. Yeah, he's like, this could go badly if you yeah. if you don't follow these rules. Mm-hmm. So she's like, all right, fine. She doesn't well, follow. Yeah, and she's like, whatever. And gets side, and he's like, how do you like, like get the fucked w-? guy? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> how do you like the wine? And she's mm. like, it's fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> this is a bad year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just. This like we started doing our own dialogue because this just kept going back and forth of him just being you know the main bad guy just being like hmm well what do you this and I worked hard on this and she's just doing May West things throughout this entire scene and it's just like oh my god this is exhausting please stop I'm tired <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah yeah so while, while she's in there the other two are sneaking around yeah um, to which they both have the same idea of sneaking out and getting outfits. And they almost end up punching each other in the face mm-hmm. when they run into each other. But they're yep. like, all right, now we got to explore. Yep. And and yeah, we forgot to mention that when a sleazy cop guy mm-hmm. caught the woman, mm-hmm. he had a tracking gorilla. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, we sure. did forget to mention yes. the tracking gorilla. <laughs> yes. The gorilla was used to track her down. Yeah. because Why know. a gorilla? I don't know, but. It's gorilla warfare. Yeah. Uh, the trivia has a real dumb explanation as to why there's a gorilla, a gorilla in this movie. I'd like to hear that explanation. The prop guy showed up one day with a gorilla suit in the trunk, and Jim Minorsky was like, put that on. You're going to be in the movie as a gorilla. That's actually... <laughs> Wasn't in the script. <laughs> Just... Hey, man. When in Rome. Yeah. Gorilla it up. Uh-huh. Apparently. So, yeah. There's a there's a tracking yeah. gorilla. So, <laughs> so the, the women eventually get down to the basement torture dungeon oh, okay, whatever yeah. yes. where there's a bunch of women who are like zombified almost they're still alive but they're brainless and they're like uh, we're told they're brainless uh, they're just in a cage wearing makeup and lingerie going eh. yeah. <laughs> i like it in here eh. but immediately yeah. they're just like oh my god they're barely recognizable as human mm-hmm. i'm like come on no. <laughs> but then right around the corner from them is is sleazy guy and and gorilla costume (laughs) and then one of the guards is with them and they're taking that one girl with the broken ankle Mm -hmm. they're like ready to throw her in the thing but the sleazy guy's like i'm not done with you yet yeah and basically is gonna start the unpleasantness with her Uh uh-huh to which the two women are watching and going hmm we're gonna have to get him for that yeah and leave yes they leave this girl mm-hmm. who is clearly about to get raped and they're like, well, this is not good at all. We got to do something about this. Yeah. And then leave. Yep. Which is like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, this is twice that they've had chances to save this girl. And they're just like, nah, fuck her. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. 
And that's when they, so they go, I guess, back to their rooms. Because um, I don't think we see them until the next day. Yeah, probably. And then at some point, the uh, the, yeah. the FBI boyfriend has shown up in a scuba suit, uh, walking Correct. like an idiot through a cave for about two seconds before mm-hmm. he slips and falls like an idiot. And immediately the guards are there like, haha, we have found you. Yeah. He literally gets caught like two seconds. Yeah, he's like, I'm here and oh shit. He's walking like a complete asshole. Yes, he is. He's just still got his flippers on, still got all of his wetsuit on, trying to carry nine things and just flop, 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 like you would if you had a massive wedgie, a, you know, a pole, a concrete pole shoved up your ass. Yeah. And still had your, you know, uh, flippers on. So now yeah. they have both the jewels. I've never understood the flipper thing. Why people walk like a dog would with flippers on. Yeah, just walk. Have you yeah. ever walked with flippers on? Yes. It's not that easy. It's, it's not as hard as this guy yeah, makes it look. No, yeah, that's true. That's it's true. harder to walk the way people in movies walk yeah. when they're trying to be goofy. Yeah. But either either way, he's caught. He's a dumbass. And it's like, okay, yeah, and I brought you the jewel. Here, enjoy. <laughs> so, you know, the one thing that we had to stop, that I made it happen. Yeah. So. We're cool, right? Yeah. But, but, yeah, but yeah, and so... Bad guy has drugged White Star. Uh, yeah, th- while they're having dinner, yeah, he just kind of stands up and he's like, all right, time to show you yeah. what this is really all you about. You want to witness the power? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's like, check this shit out. <laughs> well, because we don't really know <laughs> yeah. what that means because he just stands well, up and like, you know... And opens up his robe and yeah. flashes her. And I'm like, yeah, that's, <laughs> I might say that <laughs> next time. <laughs> Are you ready to witness the power? <laughs> witness the power. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, I got plans for next date night. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah, more that, information. That than works on like a repeat viewing, but the initial <laughs> one is kind of like when you build up that movie too much. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, but she like he does that, and she is immediately gassed. Yeah. Yes. But it, not it's tired, shown just li- no. literally gas. Yes. But yeah. it, it is like, <laughs> and that's the thing is it's shown from behind him. Yeah, because we have never seen his face. No. No, we haven't seen any of him yet. She's seen all of him. Yeah. <laughs> Including the power. Um, but then she wakes up like in a weird torture chamber somewhere. And now she her top well, is finally off. Oh, yeah. Well, she has a weird funky dream as soon as that happens where mm-hmm. there's the he's had a boa constrictor hanging on his neck the entire time. Always trying to escape him. But yeah. yes. And with her. And, and, and yeah, he'd been watching her on the video. He's like, oh, well, we'll, we'll have her for dinner next. And that's why she gets invited. And then she wakes up with the snake like around her neck, all seductive like. Mm-hmm. And then. Yeah. But then. After the hazy dream is, yeah, just on this slab. Yep. asleep. Yep. And then she's kind of topless the rest of the movie. <laughs> kind of is. Yeah. Um, To the point where, yeah, she's on the slab and there's a guard who's just like. Well, yeah, he's like, no one else is here. (laughs) Yes, I should touch those while I have a chance. Um, But she like her her rape sense goes off Mm -hmm. because she wakes up like, oh, no, you won't. (laughs) But she was already like she opened an eye when he walked in the room. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As soon as as he got even remotely close to her, she woke up and then pretends to be asleep because when he tries to crawl on top of her, she immediately punches him in the face. That's the end of that. Yeah. So she's like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, it's kind of like the evening thing, and and, yeah. the, and the hype man comes out and he's like, We got a, a special yeah. treat for you. It's the big cheese. Yeah, he's here. <laughs> and and that's when, you know, he finally comes out and it's Angus Scrim and mm-hmm. he pulls the hood back and he's like, Oh, well, we have uh we've had a an interloper on the island. Mm-hmm. And 
You just have to be dealt with right now. And, and the girls have lined up and they're like, uh, where's, where's White, White Horse? Star? Or <laughs> White, White Horse. White Horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's White Star? And mm-hmm. everyone's like, well, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, eh, bring him out. Bring out the interloper. Yeah, and it's kind of like set up like, oh, no, they're going to kill White Star. But no, it's Goofy Boyfriend. And she's like, hey, oh, it's that's Goofy Boyfriend. Oh. And everyone's like, oh, which the other boyfriend? other people who aren't in on this look around like, but you know him? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, she knows hey, him. Yeah. She's a spy. Yeah, spy. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Don't kill us. Kill yeah. her. Well, one of them that was standing next to... Um, prisoner. Heather. Yeah. Prisoner. Yeah, prisoner lady. She, like... You can see her kind of react. She kind of is taken aback for a second. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, was I supposed to do that? And she kind of looks around. Yeah. She's like, uh... <laughs> yeah, her reaction. What is everybody else doing? <laughs> what am wrong? I supposed to do? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they've they've dressed uh, boyfriend in some weird more diaper more... leather diaper <laughs> fighting outfit and collar. Yeah. Um. To which Angusrim Ang- Angusrim is like, well, he brought me the other jewel. I've got them both now, so we're gonna put them together, and I'm gonna rule the world. Yeah. Immortality's pretty fucking <laughs> I'm gonna, sweet. I'm gonna put him in our secret weapon that we've built. It's totally sweet, you guys, and we're just mm-hmm. gonna totally take over the world with it. Wait till you see it. Uh. In the meantime, how about you two fight each other to the death? Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so boyfriend and girlfriend have to fight and uh they kind of she just gets to punch him in the face a bunch of times well yeah but it's it, they they quickly agree to fake fight yeah and they do like three or four fake punches until angus graham is like hold on they're faking it kill him <laughs> <laughs> and this is just you know donnie brook breaks out yeah well that's when when white star shows up with her bow yes that's right and hits the hype man in the chest with the right. arrow yes and drops him mm-hmm. and then it's just it's chaos all, yeah it's yeah. everybody's everyone's fine. hitting everyone mm-hmm. it's mass hysteria yeah nothing ever resolved during this it's not like any one's faction gets the upper hand mm-hmm. or anything um yeah and and the boyfriend and girlfriend are just at the bottom and they're like huh all right well i guess we better go get that guy huh <laughs> yeah we should go figure out yeah, what's going on i guess we, we don't have to fight each other anymore right? yeah um Hype Man pops back up at one point and is like, I'll be back. Yay. Looking directly in the camera <laughs> yes. again. Like, are you setting up a sequel? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, and then he falls over yeah. behind yeah. a wall or yes. something. And we never see him again. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's when when she goes down, when uh, Detective Wolf goes down and she goes back to like the. I guess it's the dungeon area. It's the main layer. And there are two dudes in front of the door and they're like, no. And they're just kind of because she runs down the hall and then when she sees them, she starts walking kind of like like she was like, running through the school. It's, it's like a fast, casual walk. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't running. No. And then the guy's like, no. And she's like, all right. And then punches them both in the face and goes. Well, in. She double punches them. She yeah, puts her fists up together and thrusts them out at the same time. Yep. Um, and then like the door, the door just opens like, I don't want any part of this. Come on in. Um, and yeah, she goes in. It's that dude's underground lair, which is. Kind of, there's spikes everywhere, which is a bad mm-hmm. idea. Um, yeah, it's like a room that's an Iron Maiden almost. Yeah, kind of. But then, yeah. Well, he, well, she's like, well, you've only got five minutes left, and you haven't killed anyone today. Yeah, He's like, so, uh, I'm not sweating it. Yeah, because uh, he, I got you here. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, so like he, she picks up like a spear and tries to stab him, and he's just like, <laughs> and throws that thing across the room. Um, then she just punches him in the face, which seems to do more damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 
cracked his face. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, yes. It broke his face. Right. Okay. But before that happened, uh, he flung a ninja star at her, mm-hmm. which bounces off of her chest. <laughs> and it. I yeah. thought it was supposed to have bounced off like one of her arm. Her like I bracelets. Was a cut. This was There's weird. A cut in her collarbone. He just kind of he doesn't fling this at her. He just kind of tosses it at her, and it just kind of casually bounces off of her. Although it does leave a wound on her, and I was thinking, is that thing poisoned? Is there something? It was mm-hmm. no. It was just a really wimpy throw. <laughs> He's that just an old man. Barely yeah. had any effect whatsoever. Mm. He only had five minutes left to live. Yeah, but that's when he she punches him in the face, and his face splits. And he rips it off, and then he's <laughs> he's Goblin Man. Mm-hmm. He's a lizard person. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. And he opens up the robes, like, check this out, I'm all Goblin everywhere. Yeah. It's Illuminati. <laughs> yeah. It's goblins. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and she's still like, yeah, but you haven't killed anybody. You're, you're a gross Goblin dude, but so what? And he's like, well, cool, you're here. And he basically pushes her into a machine that, <laughs> that lightning bolts... And grabs oh, he, no, he lightning bolts her. Like okay, he, he lightning come out okay. of him, and she is just magnetized into this thing and acts like she's chained up. Yeah, and that's when they bring out the girl with the broken ankle from earlier, who's just kind of in the room, and he's like, oh, "Well, now I've got someone to kill." Well, yeah, well, she shoots at him. Yeah, and Missed. I think she hits him a couple times. He's like, "Yeah, whatever." Yeah, and and then this is when the machine has come out. That has the lasers in it. That has the yeah. the, okay. the gems in it. Well, so he, yeah. he he opens up a curtain. I think it's the jewels from yeah. some family. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's what powers it. Does. It. <laughs> it does. It has the... Yeah. But it's like there's a curtain which is open to reveal this device that starts rolling out. And I think Lady makes a joke like I should have taken the box or something. She makes a let's make a deal joke, which, I mean, this movie oh, has... Oh, she's so many... with the curtain. I want to see what's behind door number two. Yeah, I mean, man, there are so many dated references that have kind of come back around in this movie, mm-hmm. but still... I dated some references once. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for fucking librarians. Oh. But yeah, so this thing rolls out. Do my do me decimal distance. <laughs> God damn it. Look, this thing rolls out. Uh-huh. The, the the secret doomsday weapon that's going to destroy the Earth. More and... like dongs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It looks like a giant dick. It's a giant dick with, with fucking balls, balls on it. <laughs> it is, but there is no mistaking this for a giant the best, laser shooting dong. The best part, though, is it has a thing that is... Vaguely dick-sized at the end of the giant dick. Yes, that's just kind of limp and hanging down. Yeah, the front of it, I, which I is where that, the laser comes out. I assume that was the laser reservoir. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right. yeah, it collects. It the was laser. the pre-laser the laser oh, war yeah. tip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're just fucking killing me over here. Uh, yeah, but so the e- even better is when this thing fires. It extends. <laughs> There's like a collapsible yeah, part it, it that expands. Which is it? <laughs> it opens up and <laughs> so it, it shoots the girl with the broken ankle and she vaporizes. She's dead. Mm-hmm. Thus fulfilling his requirement. You right? would think. Right? You, you would, would think, think. Right? Although I don't know. I don't. Maybe he had to physically be the one to kill her. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, so, I don't know considering he was going to zap our heroine with right. the thing. Yeah, but but if you listen, there was the line when they first brought out the the goofy FBI boyfriend, they're like, fight each other close to death, but give me the finishing blow or mm-hmm. something. Or no, actually, yeah. that was the, the helmet he wanted dude. To, he wanted to 
Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Oh, they, yeah, no, that's right, because we didn't see him that early. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, you know, save the last blow for me. Ha-ha. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So, yes, I think he actually has to physically. Okay. Let me get in close and finish him this off. This was probably just supposed to, like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, rough yeah. him up a bit. I, I don't know. Well, the Dawn yeah. Cannon fucking took care of her. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Maybe uh, it had a setting. Maybe it had a stun setting. Or yeah. Something. And, and so he, he zapped that girl, and he's like, all right. That, we're done with her. Last and she disintegrates and vanishes. Now, okay, there's a giant penis cannon in this yep. movie. Uh-huh. The best thing about it is not all the things we've mentioned so far. The fact that oh. it has a giant UL, like, yeah, this right. thing it has is... has a UL sticker <laughs> on the side of it. Like, this like, thing is certified. Yeah. Underwriters <laughs> Laboratories. <laughs> Enormous yellow sticker, like, How? the size of a fucking basketball. Yeah. How else are you going to get your giant Dawn's Day device insured? <laughs> These things are important. I guess, yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, that's probably it. You can't get your, like, island lair insured unless all of your doomsday devices are UL listed. Yeah, and I'm sure there was an OSHA poster on the wall, you know. Yeah. Everything had to be. So many days since last accident. (laughs) Don't forget your PPE. (laughs) Yeah. But so he turns it back on her. And this is when boyfriend finally shows up. He's like, oh. This isn't good. It's like, well, that's a giant boner cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you point that at my lady. And he chops chops the lizard man's head off. Oh, yeah. He just walks right in with an axe and just like, aha, smash. Yeah. And, and even he seems stunned that he just fucking beheaded this guy. He turns and looks at the axe like, well. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then the head, the body's standing there with like fluid, like gray goo spewing out of its neck. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wow. And that's so what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and the body falls over. Yeah. So he runs over and, you know, pulls her out of the thing. Meanwhile, He's the like, head is still talking to them. Yeah. It's, it's, the head turns into just like this little shit talking weirdo. Like, yeah. yeah. I'll murderize you. Yeah. Come here. I'll bite your kneecaps yeah, you off. Put, put up your dukes. Throw <laughs> the head leg on the ground. Yeah. Tells him to put up his dukes. And I He's like, I ain't got no fucking dukes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, dude, you're just a head now. What are you going to do? Bleed on me? <laughs> yeah. So then the earth opens up and. And he goes, and the head goes, uh oh. Yeah. And laser light and lightning and all smoke things and all craziness happens. And then it kind of stops for a second. You're like, all right. And then cartoon laser hand thing comes out and grabs the head Mm -hmm. and takes it back down. Yep. And so I guess that's the end of that. Yeah. Prophecy's been fulfilled because he was Lee Chuck at the same time. And meanwhile, he's kind of doing like the, oh, Marion, don't look thing to her. Yeah. He's like turning, physically moving her head to not look at it, which is like. No, that's cool. I want to yeah, see yeah, the bad guy yeah. die. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. how often do I get to see hell lightning? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so then that sucked in the earth, and they're like, "Oh man, all right, well, let's we're get gonna the hell out of here." Yeah, and that's when smarmy asshole cop guy shows up, and he's like, "You fucked up everything. I hate you. I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, and somehow everything's gone haywire and oh, the so penis cannon is the just penis cannon is just, just zapping everything it's in like the room. a water wiggle it's just going yeah. everywhere <laughs> so people yeah. yeah it's wavy tube man in its way through the room yeah but it, so she's dodging it's, it's it. just skeet shooting yes yeah. <laughs> oh god damn it yeah get him <laughs> but yeah so, so they're both dodging around trying to fight at the same time and eventually this dude just gets the thing just shoots off his dick there's no other way to put it. The the penis cannon yeah. shoots off this guy's dick. And yes. it's not just like a cartoon laser to the dick. It is a fucking blood squib in the man's crotch 
that just explodes and outward, and you're like, like, "There's like bone oh, coming out." Yeah, it's weird. It's, oh, there isn't going to be no bone coming out. Yeah, there will be no bone. No more bone. No. Six more weeks of winter. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, <laughs> he is so furious that he's just had his penis shot off. Well, yeah. wouldn't you be? Yeah. 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 Even if you're a shitlord, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so he's running around screaming, and then all of a sudden, the other guy comes in and goes, holy shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then they cut back to this dude, and not only has his penis shut off, he's on fire. Yes, he is. He got lit on fire somehow <laughs> by this thing after it shot his penis off. Yeah, so he's died twice, um, and then... At- they keep like showing things that could also probably kill him. Like they cut to like these giant razor blade. Yeah. And you're just giant saw blade. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh shit, they're really going to fuck this guy up. But they don't. But the implication was just that they were just going to keep up in the game and like murder this guy 18 (laughs) times, which I was fine with. I mean, even his two injuries are fine with me. (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) Yeah, dick shut off and and on fire. You yeah, know, that's that's a pretty, I know that's a decent way to go. But they that. showed those saw blades, and I was like, oh man. Yeah, they kept showing them. Yeah, they cut to them like three or four yeah, times. I thought You're those like, things were just oh, going to come alive and fucking yeah. saw him in half. But guess not. So we don't even really see how he officially. Uh, I'm sure he burned. It aside from <laughs> and no dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but yeah, so they're like, well, shit, we got to get out of here. Yep, the dong laser is going to destroy everything. Yeah, we got to get away. <laughs> they run outside. And Dong Laser is just shooting everywhere. It's it's just every direction, anywhere possible, this thing is firing off. And then every lady who has been on this island ever comes running out, and they all mm-hmm. run towards the plane. Yeah. It's all like, let's get on the plane. And it's, it's, it's almost like the end of Hell Squad, where they're just cartoon clown carring this plane filled with ladies. The plane mm-hmm. probably seats eight. And they are just cramming it full with every possible cast member. Um, no. And then they make a Casablanca joke. <laughs> yeah, he he does. And then apparently he's trying to fly the plane. Yeah. And they're like, she's like, are you sure you know how to do this? And he's like, of course. Yeah. I'm good at flying planes. Mm-hmm. And they fly away and the island gets blown the fuck up. A lot. Yeah. The, the island explodes an awful lot. Yeah. And then at one point you hear Angus Grimm say, I'll be back also. Like in addition to his henchmen, he also mm-hmm. claims he will be back. That's kind of yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it's credits. Yeah. Where apparently like the set designer gets the monstrous. Holy God. Screen filling credit. Gets the best big credit ever. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's back to. Oh, yeah. All right. All the, here's yeah. all the actors and people that made the movie. And yeah. All that. Yeah. So that's Lost Empire. And it's over. It's a short movie. We I think we talked longer yeah. than it actually. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. We it's did. like an 80 minute movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had lots of, you know, Dick Cannon jokes. We had to make. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yes. Oh, I love him. He was married Rich, to Mariah Rich, Carey. Richard Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, no Stargrove. No songs with lyrics. No. Music's. Music's all right. All right. It's not great. It's 80 synth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as I'll, far as actual ratings. Yeah, I'll go. Um, I'm going to give it three jocks. I think this movie is goofy. Um, I think it's kind of interesting to see Jim Wynorski when he really gave a shit, like this was like, this is my first movie. I'm going to fucking go for it. Mm -hmm. You know? And I mean, I know it's unfair to compare it to the 400 movies he's made since, but he doesn't do that anymore. You know? I mean, he, he turns on car lights and that's his light source for scenes. I mean, it's, um, it, you know, I mean, 
I want to say it kind of wants to be like a big trouble in little China, even though it was made two years before that, but Mm. it's that kind of like random nonsense that just keeps happening and happening and happening. But there's not, there's not much cohesiveness to it. And it kind of suffers from having your bad guy really not show up until very late in the movie. So the entire like middle section of this movie just is a lot of just wandering Mm -hmm. and everyone's not really finding anything that's super important yeah. You know, they're just well, kind of finding little things, but they're like, yeah, this is a giant fucking criminal organization. You're not going to find anything new about that. Yeah. Um, I mean, they have a death island. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they have an evil lair straight up. They're doing weird ass murder tournaments. I mean, that's mm. all you need, really. Just murder. Just, you know, the, the whole thing with the gems, the, the movie seemed to make it that the gems were going to just be like, bring on the apocalypse. And instead, they just use them to power the dick cannon. So <laughs> it's like. Well, yeah. that I mean, the dick when they roll that thing out, you're like, okay, that's their master plan. That's fucking great, but it's also really stupid. <laughs> well, with I mean, without any real powering up, the dick cannon could just vaporize a lady. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and yeah. blast a dude's dick off. Right, that's true. Um, so yeah, I mean, I like it. It's goofy. Um, it, it's it you know it it fails in certain aspects, but uh, you know, for one of these things, it's supposed to be you know titillating and. And a bunch there there are lines in it that are fun that we legit laughed at. Um yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I liked it too. I think I go four jocks. All right. Um I, I liked it a little more than you, but uh yeah, it, it's frustrating in that they there's a point where they say that, you know, Scrim serves a darker master than mm-hmm. that. So they're kind of setting you up for some big huge thing, you know, which is kinda like when the earth cracked open, I was like, Oh shit, here, here we comes, go. Here comes Satan. And it's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. But I do enjoy kind of like the uh, it's it's got kind of that Sedaris vibe, except if it was like supernatural, really, and, and like even goofier mm-hmm. is is kind of what this feels like. It feels like if it did feel like early Sedaris, like it was. It, yeah, it, with more of a plot, kind of. Yeah. I mean, there's not that much plot in this one, really. No, but like the Sedaris but, movie would have just been about get the jewel back. It wouldn't have had yeah. any kind of anything to do with mm-hmm. Satan or magic powers yeah. or penis cannon. Yeah, but it definitely <laughs> feels like kind of like an Order of the Black Eagles Sedaris version of yeah. that. Yeah, I would put it in that yeah. genre. And, of... and it's got a lot of fun sets to it. I mean, it's not like they cheaped out on stuff for what they were doing, you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not like a huge budget or anything, but there's... There's a lot of fun to be had, and I think the intentional humor both helps and hurts it. Yeah. Because when it works, it's great, but when it doesn't, it's kind of like, ah, oh, fuck you, you know? Yeah. But it's still, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, I just, I, it's, it's missing that something. But still, four jocks. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of goofy fun, and it is very much like the B movie stuff that we want. Harlow, would you like to go? Uh, either way. Well, then I'm gonna go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to bring it back down a, a notch. Um, three jocks. Uh, I There's a, obviously a lot of really good stuff in this movie, but it it's still somehow, even though like all the parts seem like it should like uh, a lot of tadas, weird supernatural garbage, um, ninjas, uh, giant like crazy dick robot. Um, <laughs> it's got a, a ton of the, the pieces of the puzzle. It's just... For some reason, it didn't all come together like like it could have, I guess. Um, mm. And it's a really earnest effort, it feels like, which is good. Um, if if this had been one of those one of those movies where 
not the characters, but when the movie sort of looks at the camera and winks at you, um, it this would have been the like it could have been atrocious. But um, I don't know. There's there's something that this something that this movie misses. Like there was one moment where I where I started applauding, um, and I can't even remember remember, remember it now. Um, but it but it just didn't have that. And I don't want to sound like I'm like I'm crapping on this movie at all because I just gave it three jocks. Yeah. But it was. It does have oh, some it's problems. Hard to, hard to describe too. Like I, I have a hard time just exactly putting my finger on the things that I really like about this movie and the things that kind of make me I, that I, roll those two jocks off of it. I, I think that for a short movie, it has a lot of padding. Yes. Like it seems like there's a lot going on in this movie, but there are certain scenes where it's just like, okay, get to the, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Why are we watching a Jeep drive for three minutes? I mean, just get, pull up to the location. So there, there there's right. some, there's some moments where you're like, oh, let's go. You, yeah. you, yes. Although for being like, for being a guy's first feature film and for it being also like a movie that was made as a tax write off. Yeah. Um, that turned out pretty okay. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think. Um, I think you have to be proud of a movie that can be actually together, um, and and be what this movie is. Yeah. Um, it, it's so weird. Like, I don't know. This movie is confounding and is confounding me, and probably will be for <laughs> a couple days more. Okay. That's it. Three jocks. Good job. Um. So. I hate to bring the party down a little bit, but I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to go along with just a stream of ratings just because. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why, because I, I realized with a movie like this and, and even more so with Jim Wynorski movie, you, you shouldn't look at a movie like this and, and, and attempt to judge it by modern day standards. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like that's, it's, it's almost not fair, you know, but today, right now, this movie rubbed me the wrong ways in a lot of ways. Um, I just felt like the entire character of White Star was just like one awful Native American pun after another. You are correct. And I mean, it's not like this movie invented that, you know, by any means. But for whatever reason, this this movie just struck me poorly mm-hmm. right now um that being said there are like legit funny things happening in this movie mm-hmm. and and it's weird because like when the comedy works it, it works really really well like the stretching bit you know like the, i'm gonna fight you and stretching <laughs> thing was re- like actually legit funny yeah and then there's a lot you know there's obviously a lot of like very wrong things happening in a movie like this i you know i'm not not necessarily apologizing and you know I'm not, like I said on another day this I, I might have fucking love this movie just whatever reason today this movie this all these things irked me more than they should have mm-hmm. so I can only like I mean I'm honestly like I think my my max rating is like a two jocks because like I mean I there's like still a lot of fun things to see and like you know Dick Cannon is funny <laughs> and there's a lot of dumb shit that's fun to look at. It's just like, like you said, I, th- I think you said it best. There's, there's a lot of padding for an 80 minute movie. Yeah. And man, like 
like good jokes are good, but when when they like they're bad, that's just like man, that is just a wet fart, you know. Yeah. It's just like oh yeah, and they lay there forever. It's like they give you a good five seconds to react, and you're like, I'm not gonna react to that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, they're bad. Yeah, that's that's all I got. Okay. Well, should we take a break? Finally. All right, welcome back. Hey, hey Bamcast second half. Bamcast second half. <laughs> All right, yeah. He's <laughs> trying to put some sauce in it. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, we we have some movies to discuss. We do. Yeah, we do. I think you might have the newest. one. I saw one in a theater. Yeah. I saw the accountant with Ben Affleck. <laughs> Wait, you went with Ben Affleck to see the accountant? No, he was he was the star. Oh, uh, that oh, movie. Oh, that movie. Okay. Yeah, because. We went with friends, mm-hmm. and the choices were Doctor Strange, which one of the friends immediately rejected. Sure. What? Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which my wife has never seen any Harry Potter, so I was like, this is a bad place to start. Yes. And uh, The Accountant. <laughs> so, by default. Because those were the times that were available. Why so did somebody like, reject Doctor Strange outright? I don't know. I didn't get into it with him why he was like, no. Because no, wizards and No Doctor Strange. Yeah. No, nah, you should have. He's you, not like that. I need you to ask that question. I think he just didn't want to see I, it. I think he's one of those like Marvel movies just aren't my thing. People. Okay. I I, I think that's what it was, which is which kind of sucks at this point because I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it in 3D anymore. Mm. Which apparently everybody's like, this is the movie you see in 3D. So who knows? But anyway, yeah, The Accountant. That's kind of the one of those movies that doesn't get made anymore. That's what I know? thought when I saw the trailer. Yeah, they they just like it's kind of like. It's a little bit of like, okay, let's do, we want to do the taken thing, but it's also, we kind of want to do like the, you know, the Jason Bourne thing mm-hmm. and all that. But it's just like a mid budget. It, it just, if it wasn't for the way the action was filmed, it would feel like one of those like mid nineties movies where it's mm-hmm. kind of like a bit of an actioner, but it's also like, all right, well, we got this high concept thing where this guy's got autism, but he's like, you know, but it's kind of one of those movies where it's like, Autism is his superpower, you know, because it's kind of he's he has it, but it only really shows up when he needs it kind of, you know, it's like uh, that. that's a problem I have with the performance somewhat is mm-hmm. that like he's supposed to be this autistic character, but there are certain scenes where it's like you're just Ben Affleck right now, like, you know, and it's like you got to, you know. D- Dustin Hoffman and Rain Man didn't just suddenly break character and be like, all right, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> You know, for like a second, you know, it's like that doesn't it doesn't work that way. Yeah. But that's a movie that takes a long time setting things up, but it's kind of fun in the way it is. And then once the action kicks in, it's like, oh, fuck, yes, because there's like there's like some very John Wickish moments that happen in it where it's just like, oh, Jesus, you know, where the whole (laughs) where the whole theater is like, fuck, (laughs) God damn it. You know, because dude's just getting absolutely utterly wrecked uh-huh. which is like yeah this is what i wanted to see but you just kind of understand that it's going to take a long time to get there but it's it's very i had predicted quite a few things that oh. i think are supposed to be big deal like you know not even halfway through it's kind of like all right i see what you're doing here <laughs> you know but i remember when that happened to me watching the prestige with an ex-girlfriend way back when who like 
five, ten minutes into the movie was like, hey, big spoiler. <laughs> or, or, you know, it was one of those like, I think, big spoiler. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I spent the rest of the movie going, God damn it. So I was like, at first I was going to tell my wife, I'm like, hey, guess what? And then I was like, wait, no, no, Don't no. Don't be that guy. Yeah, I was like, no, I can't do this. Yeah. And thankfully I did not. Good. But Good she, for you. She figured it out pretty soon. Okay. After good. that point anyway. <laughs> Luckily. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's got a weird framing story with uh, J.K. Simmons, who's kind of like the the head of the treasury tracking him down because the guy actually is an accountant and he's supposed to be like the best accountant in the world. And, you know, he's, he works for all these cartels and stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, like he, he's able to get in and get out without getting killed and all that. And they're like, how is this guy doing it? You know, and they're trying to track him down. So there's like a whole framing story with that, that it almost feels like that movie didn't need it, but it's still, it's, it's all right. It'll be one of those that people, a lot of, I think in the future, a lot of people are going to watch it on, you know, on DVD or whatever. I'm going to be like, you know, or not, not DVD. Nobody's going to watch that on DVD. What the fuck am I saying? I don't know. But no, they're going to watch it on Netflix and you're like, you know what? That movie was pretty all right. Yeah. That was pretty good actually, you know, and it's going to be that, but it's really nothing special, but there's some good ownage at certain points. So I was like, all right, I'll take that. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. I think that title just does it no favors because this movie is like not even remotely been on my radar because I'm like a fucking accountant. <laughs> yeah. Like they barely advertised it and it was gone before it, you know, really. It just yeah. came out at a weird but it's time. Just, yeah, it's just one of those weird mid budget, you know, there's a, a couple stars are in it, but it's not like it's. It's not like it's going to be this huge franchise or anything, yeah. you, you know, I mean, you, you kind of felt like maybe they were going for that and they were hedging their bets a little bit with it, but it doesn't. It just it's it just feels like the movies that you don't quite get anymore. Those those mid tier whatever yeah. movies. So uh, I saw a couple movies, one of one of which I'll be semi quick about. Um, I watched a documentary just browsing around Netflix, uh, and I found a documentary called Lucha Mexico or Lucha Mexico, if you mm-hmm. prefer. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, is it the CMLL? Yeah, mostly that's yeah. what it's about. Yeah, um, it, it's. It's pretty fa- uh, fascinating, you know, if you're into that at all. And it's like I, there are other interesting wrestling documentaries out there. Even mm-hmm. I, I think they're the kind of doc- documentaries that are interesting, even if you're not necessarily into the sport or sport entertainment, if you will. Because mm-hmm. um, like there's, be, you know, what was it? Beyond the Mat was obviously the big one. I think that one, you know, got a lot of people paying attention to it. There was that The Wrestler movie. Yeah, well, it's, with Mickey Rourke, that was a good documentary. Yes, that that was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, th- this one's just it's it's pretty fascinating. Like it, it's it it always feels weird. Like I always kind of question exactly how many documentaries are generally attempting to be made about a thing at any given point in time because it, it is always strange to me the subjects that people seem to capture that that, that then big things happen to them when there is no way they could have known that was going to happen Mm -hmm. like that 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 happenstance is fascinating about documentaries like how often that happens Mm -hmm. and this one especially there are i believe four different people featured heavily in this documentary that died by the end oh like in weird ways like not all is it just like aren't they wrestlers yeah but i mean like well it's a pretty good average. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, these are some fairly high-profile people. Like, the guy that 
uh, Ray Mysterio. Oh, right. Harold Wyoming Jr. Yeah. He's in this, you know, I mean, it's like, there's, there's some pretty big people in this and stuff. And hmm. well, I, you know, is it like there are tons of interviews with them? I mean, cause there's, yeah, I at mean, least it, for wrestling and especially like Lucha in Mexico, there's gotta be a bunch of coverage on this shit because sure. it's fairly popular. So I, I just wonder if at least for this, if it, it, it isn't just because there are a lot of people covering this shit, even with the small indie feds. It's possible. There's always a bunch of fucking cameras around. Right. Well, I, I think kind of one of the differences is now is that documentaries used to be made by documentary filmmakers mm-hmm. who would be like, okay, now this is going to be my next subject. Right. And now documentaries are made by people who are really into a thing. And so they spend a lot of time with that one thing. And, and then they just happen to capture these things. Yeah. And that, so it's that, not like someone coming in and it's like, okay, I'm going to come in, I'm going to find out about yeah. your world, and I'm going to leave. No, this is like an Uber fan who has this access probably, to a little bit of money. Probably is. And they I just mean, hang yeah. out with them forever, and it just so turns out that a bunch of things happen during that Yeah, because there's not a giant through line. I mean, this is not one of those documentaries that has a kind of like a, a bridge, you yeah. know, like, oh, this is from here to here, or this is what happened kind of thing. It's more like showing you all the different levels of, of you know, I mean, some of these people, even some of the well-known people are, like, wrestling at, like, a place with, like, 20 people at, like, a, like this small town's fair. I mean, it's, like, <laughs> it's crazy, like, how they're just, like, holy shit. Like, just, like, there's there's one really stark contrast, like, where they're putting on this giant show with pyrotechnics and everything. And, like, the very next day, he's, like, almost in a barn. I mean, it's just, like, <laughs> holy shit. That is crazy to think about. Hmm. But, um yeah, it's it's a pretty good documentary, and mostly subtitled, and like there's no narrator type thing. It's really just we're gonna show you footage. S- footage yeah, there's not like any tinkly piano when a guy comes on and says, "But that's what blah 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 blah." Yeah, not really. No, <laughs> yeah, lots of subtitles, obviously. So. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so the other movie I watched might be starting a thing. Oh no. <laughs> I, More things? Well, I, let's not tell anybody about it for a year. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I I don't. Uh, if you listen, if you listen to our other podcasts, if you listen, bets. If you listen to No Quarters, you may know that we here are fans of pinball. I think oh, we, yeah. I think we've pointed out pinball tables on this cast when they show up in movies and things uh-huh. like that. Pinball is pretty cool. We like that pinball. <laughs> and I got to looking at movies that have had licensed pinball tables. That I have never seen. Uh, oh, Jesus. Or, like, I've seen this movie once a long-ass time ago, and I remember nothing about it. So is this going to be, like, The Stern Project? <laughs> this is kind of just... I was, I've was i pulled up a big-ass list of, of, of licensed tables. Now, I will say, I'm probably going to watch just about all of these, except I can skip giant movies like, I don't need to watch Star Wars again. I don't need to see Terminator 2 again. I don't need to see The Addams Family I've seen these movies. So m- movies that have licensed pinball tables based on them. Correct. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's a lot better than the way I interpreted it at first, which was movies with licensed pinball tables in them. Oh, God, no. Oh, yeah. And I was like... <laughs> that would be a nightmare. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I don't think there's dumb. any kind of crazy list like that. Yeah. No. Like, well, I bet so, there is. <laughs> probably. But... Ding, ding, The first one that jumped off the list out of my head, I was like... Man, this is a thing that I've been somewhat culturally aware of, but only in like the slightest way for over 20 years now. Mm -hmm. And it happens to be the giveaway table on the latest version of digital pinball arcade type things. And I was like, 
I should probably see this movie. And that movie is Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, 1994. <laughs> Never seen it before. Not a frame. Knew almost nothing. Like, this is a movie that kind of, if, if you were alive and conscious of movies at the time, Bram Stoker's Dracula was like a pretty big deal. Like yep. that that came out, made a lot of money. You know, mm-hmm. it was Francis Ford Coppola or Coppola, if you prefer. Uh, you know, it kind of made Coppola. It you know kind of made Gary. It, it kind of you know slingshot Gary Oldman into public consciousness. He he'd been in things before, but like this is the movie that was like holy shit, like yep. this dude. Um, so anyway, like that was a big movie, and, and you know this was like oh well, if we take the author's name and slap the book at the end, we'll make it too, and. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> pregnant pauses are my thing. Come on. I I don't know what I was expecting. I, I don't think I could have possibly have been expecting what this movie actually is. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I were more well read, perhaps it's based more on the book. That's what I hear, but it's so contrary to every depiction of the Frankenstein story you have ever seen that if it's based on the book, then how the hell did we, you know, pervert that story into what we've seen literally everywhere else when you see this? Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that there might be subtexts and things like that in the movie. Um, I get that. I'm I'm not immune to these kind of things. Like, it could very easily be argued that Frankenstein's so-called monster is homosexuality, because there are several points throughout the movie where does he bang the monster? <laughs> I'm not gonna say no, <laughs> but I'll get there. Nailed Give me it. a second, okay? <laughs> but there are several points throughout the movie where Kenneth Branagh is in this, mm-hmm. if you didn't know, right and now. directed it. Um, Helena Bottom Carter is in it. And she plays his adoptive sister. Like, sh- it's all set during the plague. Her parents die. She's an orphan. She gets taken in. They grow up, and they get, like, kind of get smoochy face. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of weird, kind of gross, whatever. Not necessarily illegal or <laughs> biologically wrong, I right. suppose, but still a little weird. Yeah, a little weird. But throughout the movie, there are points where their romance slash plans to get married get interrupted because he becomes obsessed with the reanimation project, Mm -hmm. which, like I said, could, you know, Frankenstein could be argued that it's like his reluctance to, you know, be with a woman. Like I said, you could take subtext there. I don't give a shit. This movie is goofy as fuck. Um, And that's that's the that's the that's the bigger thing. And I'm sure someone could come along and write a great think piece article about here's 10 reasons why. Frankenstein is actually a great movie, blah, blah, blah. Now, to touch on, no pun intended, your earlier point, the actual reanimation sequence. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's (laughs) no less than 30 minutes of crazy costume drama. Like, there must have been a world shortage of corsets in the production of this movie. There's like 30 straight minutes of just costume drama, melodrama, like, oh, but why, Victor? Why do you have to go away to school? And don't you love me? And blah, blah, blah. And all of that, like, before you even remotely get to, like, you know, let's reanimate some dudes. <laughs> um, and, like, horrible shit is just happening. Like, there is this 
like crazy jump to conclusion thing. Fuck, no, map? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. There, there is a like someone gets murdered in the weirdest way possible because he's basically like trying to say vaccines are good. And then like an anti-vaxxer is like, vaccines are bad. Stab. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the frogs and gay and stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. um, but like the reanimation sequence, like maybe this is again, this is more traditional to how the book writ- wrote it. But was he like sucking his dick or? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Um, Definitely. There are, the there's like no lightning. There is a copper sarcophagus thing full filled with amniotic fluid. Mm-hmm. So stem cells, you know, and uh, I don't know how he got that much. <laughs> he does have a lot of it. It's a lot. <laughs> Just saying. And then there's electric eels mm-hmm. coming through a tube. Yeah, that's and the, pretty good. And the craziest thing about this is, is like, you know, there's pulleys and he's making this whole big thing about it. And he's standing on top of this co- copper sarcophagus and he like pulls these things that make the electric eels come out. And he's basically just fucking like dance writhing on top of the tube as the re- uh, it's the goofiest goddamn shot I've ever seen in a movie that is supposed to be serious in my life. It, it's just it's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and like you would think in a reanimation sequence and getting to your point, the monster De Niro, Robert De Niro, is butt ass naked inside of there. So when he comes sort of exploding out of this <laughs> yeah, <he does>. sarcophagus. <laughs> uh-huh. He's naked. Branagh's at least half naked. I'd go with more. He's not wearing much. And there's like a prolonged five minute sequence of them wrestling in amniotic fluid goo. Yeah. That's uh, a bit erotic, I guess. And if if you're into you know wrestling and goo sure i like i said i mean just every everything in this movie is just fucking ludicrous and chuck i i, I feel like you you were going to chime in you 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 somewhat recently saw this for the very first time too correct yeah when we were doing like one of our 90s movie weekends or whatever it was one of those was like yeah we should probably watch that kind of along the same lines of yeah you know it's time um kenneth brana has made some quality movies oh, hell yes. I, I think dead again is probably one of the best like hitchcockian thrillers ever made not by hitchcock um but he is so far in over his head in this it's the movie just totally got away from him and you can see him kind of struggling to keep up with it it also probably didn't help that he started cheating on his wife during this movie with helena bottom carter um so that was probably a giant distraction and probably didn't mm. help you know bring the film together it just I don't know. This is so misguided and Brana is so like just in every scene, just like, look at me, look at the workout that I did fucking look at me. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, you're mm-hmm. Kenneth Brana. You know, I mean, it's like you have a small subset of people that really like you, but dude, you're not going to be this huge movie star. It's never going to happen for you. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's, he overshot his, talent level but this movie just seemed doomed from the beginning because like with the frankenstein story being told a certain way for 80 years or whatever no one Mm -hmm. gives a shit about the original version especially if it's more boring and has a bunch of stuff that's not monstery and you know yeah if it just goes against everything you know about the character it's like well i mean it's better than i frankenstein 
but yes. <laughs> and possibly oh, better you, than Victor Frankenstein. Oh, you mean Yo Frankenstein? Yeah, Yo Frankenstein. <laughs> it's better than that. Yeah, I, I, the the goofiness of this movie cannot be understated. I mean, yeah. I, I it's just gross and it goes places that you don't want it to go. Oh, absolutely! It, like, it, like it's just a huge bummer. Like the 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 the. The quickness with which some of the body count comes, it's just like, really? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? Like I I I have nothing invested in this. Like so but I mean this movie is so bad it it might crack my top ten worst movies of all time. I, I cannot Ooh. understate wow. how bad this movie is. Like, I mean I most of my most of my worst movies of all time list is is based solely on, on mispotential, like either squandering good mm. actors or good directors or good properties and doing something bad with it. But like, this is just one of the most inept movies I've ever seen that obviously like, I'm actually mad about any budget that was spent on it. Like that's, and I'm not normally the guy I'm like, whatever, you know, like you're overblowing how bad Waterworld is. Like you're just, oh, absolutely. Because like it's dumb, but it's fun too. Like there is barely anything that is fun. Like, unless you just like laughing at, goofiest shit you could mm-hmm. possibly imagine yeah. and like Frankenstein is full on or the monster the creature is full on having conversations by the end which is just like okay like, yeah why don't you just explain like <laughs> yeah I, that's that's the weird thing it's like if you have this much cognitive power why are you like you are like why this mm-hmm. like, why are you fucking evil like it's just completely misguided yeah. it just anyway doesn't come together I mm. You started at the bottom. I know that's actually exactly <laughs> what I thought. I mean, I was like, I'm going to get the two worst ones I can think of off my plate immediately, which means the next one you probably get to hear about is the Flintstones. Okay, I was going to say, is it Congo? Because that's that's right around there. I saw Congo a long time ago, once in the theater, and and that was like when it was new, and I've never seen mm-hmm. it again. So that's one I, I mean, even though I've seen it, I know nothing about it. Yeah. And same thing with Flintstones. I saw it once. Okay. I, yeah. You're gonna have a bad I time have, here. I have seen both those movies and cannot remember either. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I've I, seen Congo within the last year. And I can't remember think anything. About it. There was one other one that I just straight up have never seen. Uh, I know there was one you've never seen that I told you not to watch. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. There's some like somewhat. There was one other like big one. Yeah. Okay. I, Which is the one you told him not to watch? Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, we're gonna be watching Johnny. We're gonna watch that one all together. Yep. All together. Soon. We're gonna watch it. Let me know when you're watching Last Action Hero. Yeah, I need to see that again. I haven't seen it since the theater. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's a little bit on the bubble. I've seen that movie a bunch of times, but it's been a while, so I might actually talk about that one. But. Mm. Worth a revisit. I'd watch it again. So yeah, you you should let us know when you what's next because well, some of them I will join in with you. Like okay, I mean, so weird things. Like I know some of these are going to sound like why the fuck are you talking about that? Everyone's seen that. Like Space Jam. I've seen it once. I've seen it once. Once in my life, and mm-hmm. that was when it was new. Yep. There's a table base on that. I will be watching that. Mm. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, did you know their website is still open? What? Does it look <laughs> just like it did in 1996? It wow. looks just like it. Wow. What? <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I I figure I'm trying to, I'm attempting to start at the bottom, I'm, so that's why this can only get better. Yes, so, it does. It gets it, absolutely. There is there is no <laughs> way there is another movie on this entire list that is worse than Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I guarantee that. All right. No I, way. There's absolutely no way. For your sake, I hope so. No yes. way. Well, we wish you the best. Okay. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a fancy name like you know. 
crazy pinball project to something or other. Okay, know. well, that's good. <laughs> we'll just Har- call it your, your, continuance your second half of watching 90s movies that you haven't seen. Further before. stupidity. There you go. Yeah. BJ, you watched a movie, didn't you? I did. I watched a movie today what? at work, what? which was a great idea. What? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I was having a chat with somebody, and um, the phrase man of constant sorrow popped up. And so I was like, <gasps> is a brother where art thou on Netflix? I should watch it while I work today. <laughs> so sure. I did. It It only took me four hours, which okay. is pretty pretty swift for trying to finish literally anything at work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie just gets better every time I see it. There is a fine motion picture. There are a couple things. There are a couple spots that are like maybe a total of 10 seconds of film in that movie that I just plain don't like. Mm-hmm. One of the scenes is when the soggy bottom boys have, uh, like, the hit is making it across all of Mississippi, mm-hmm. and the woman is asking the shopkeep for the soggy bottom boys record, and they're both so plain faced and. It was like some. It was like they both took a lot of drugs, like Thorazine or a shitload of Valium, and like, okay, here, do your lines, mm-hmm. and they just stare straight ahead and deliver the lines mm. in the most matter-of-fact way possible. That's like five seconds of it, and there's another instance of something very similar also in that movie, and it's weird for a movie that has so much character everywhere else for it to have this ten seconds of just blandness other than that though (laughs) it's still fantastic and Mm -hmm. everything in that movie holds up way better than it should it's now 16 years old um want to feel old yeah (laughs) and like i i don't know is there anything wrong besides those two things is there anything wrong with that movie i i submit to you that there is not nope i like when george Clooney, clooney plays goofy Yes, and he does that a fair bit in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he even plays, like, straight yeah. uh, for, you know, for a good portion of it as well. Ernest, I guess. Um, but he's still, like, man, that guy's timing was fucking on in this movie. Yeah. Just everything works so well. Um, I know I said that I could I could talk about it for only for two sentences and be quick, but it's it's one that I really like. So I'm prone to gushing about it when when I have the opportunity. But if you haven't seen it in a while, it's on Netflix and it is still magnificent in every way. I could I could just ramble about it for far too long. Don't don't let me get started about Oh Brother Where Art Thou when I've been drinking or I'll... <laughs> Pro tip. Yeah. <laughs> Good to Noted. know. I was be like, no, but the we put that in your file. You no, know, with the dog. <laughs> Even the dog is good. Which that he is. That dog is fucking Yeah, yeah that dog's dog. fucking rad. Yeah. But yeah, it was great. I I it made my day a million times better. That's a good day. Yeah. Cool. So, Chuck? No, I got nothing. Nothing? No. But nothing. I think we got emails. We do. Okay. I'm wondering when Harlow is going to watch Hook and uh Pirates of the Caribbean 2. <laughs> Is that on why, Stranger why Tides? Two? Because that's the one. That's the one. It's the one that was made into a table. I think he has said he's not going to watch Hook. 
No, no, I've seen Hook once in my life. But I think you said that's enough, right? No, I'm I think we Hook. talked about this. No, fuck it. I'm watching Hook. All right, then. Oh, man. You're on, again, on your own island there. <laughs> no, I mean, that's that's one of those most bizarre... Like, I saw... How old is Hook? Hook's like... Hook's 89? Like 90? Yeah. 90 yeah. I saw it when it was, like, there. first on video. I've never seen it again. Okay. Not once in my life. Yeah. Hook... Hook almost, is Robin, Robin, Robin Williams, Williams yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, I, What's, I, I have almost no point of reference. Why is he on an island alone? Why... Do you not like Hook? Hook is not good. Yeah, no. You I, don't like I Hook? Remember, I remember hating it when I saw it. So, I mean, I'm, you know, but it's I'm a, going in with an open mind. I, I think I'm most I'm most happy that I'm off the hook with Judge Dredd because that table's based on the comic. Oh, that was not. It's not based on the movie. It was not tied you in. You could just watch Dredd. Yeah, I, yeah, I would absolutely comic. do that, but yeah. not watching Judge Dredd. Dredd's the what was that one? Yeah. I, I, it's the law. Oh, Stallone's here. <laughs> Finally, putting all our impressions this year. Yeah. <laughs> I man, I don't remember. Table, <laughs> I don't remember disliking Hook at all. Like I have fond memories of that movie. Hook is disappointing for a Spielberg movie. Like he, Spielberg oh, was okay. Like on- it's only like the tenth best blowjob I've had. Like. <laughs> No. <laughs> let's not go comparing Hook to blowjobs. No, but absolutely right. not. We're going a little far here. <laughs> Hook is kind of misguided and tonally weird, and we should talk about it once. Yeah, I'm just gonna say it's been yeah. adapted I'm into a pinball it. table. <laughs> that right. pinball table sucks too, by the way. Oh no, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, this is not. This is not based on the quality of the game. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You watch Stargate? I've seen Stargate a bunch of times. I like Stargate. Oh, I know Stargate. you do not like Stargate. I've only seen Stargate once. Run into so. the danger zone, Stargate. Uh, again, I tell me to watch Stargate. I'll be like, sure, fine. Cool. <laughs> I don't care. I like it. I like Starship Troopers. These are ones I've seen a lot mm, of times, so yeah. I can talk about them. But Apollo 13. I might actually... I, I've not seen that that many times, so I'm actually probably going to watch that. Like, it's just all an right. excuse to watch that. It's mm-hmm. towards the end because it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. emails. First one up, Steve like the bird heron. Hey. Who says... Caca. His, his email is titled... Just like the white-winged dove oh, no. sings a song, sounds like she's singing. Huh. Bamfcast. <laughs> Steve like the bird here, squawking and suchin'. Hi, Steve. My quest for great high school films continues, and this time I have something current, something in theaters even. The Edge of Seventeen is sharp little comedy. I really love it a lot. It's quickly paced, placed itself in the pantheon of American graffiti, dazed and confused, and say anything of my favorite high school movies. It makes sense that this film works for me as well as say anything. They're both produced by James L. Brooks. I felt all warm and fuzzy seeing the Gracie's Films logo in the beginning. He knows how to pick a winner. First off, Haley Steinfeld's character is female me. It's honestly disturbing. I like to think that I'm less self-destructive than her, but it was way too easy for me to identify with that character. This was the director's first film. She also wrote the screenplay, and she put together a real gem. Funny, touching. It finds just the right balance of cynicism and heart. The supporting cast is great, and Woody Harrelson is a real standout. It also uses current day tech in a super realistic way. The whole plot doesn't revolve around some dumb fake trend to mock social media or anything. A lesser film would stoop to that level. Cell phones are a tool and they're used as so. I think it's subdued that this movie would, sorry. I think it's subdued that this movie would still work 30 years from now. Good on you, movie. What I'm trying to say is Edge of 17 is totally worth checking out. It has a fairly small release, but I'm saying you need to run out. I'm not saying you need to run out to the theater, but when it comes to digital or video on demand, check it out. This is the kind of stuff I'm looking for in my high school movies. Steve like the bird approved crash and burn. Steve like the bird. 
sent via, I don't know, flags or some shit. I think it's called semaphore. This guy keeps getting harder to top. Yeah. Flags or some shit. <laughs> I, I gave that joke a semaphore out of five. Aww. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I had heard good things about that movie. So have I. Yeah. Nothing like a good earnest high school movie. Yeah. I mean like Ernest Goes to Camp? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Know what I mean, Vern? Hey, Vern, I'm going to school. <laughs> man, I can't wait to start watching Christmas movies. Speaking of Ernest movies. Oh, man. Ernest yeah. Saves Christmas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man, AMC keeps advertising. We're, we're showing Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. And it's like, no, that's the Donald Trump one. Yeah, no. That's why they're showing it. Yeah. Boycott AMC. <laughs> I I reversed my entire stance. I argued for years that Home Alone 2 is as good or better than one. Not anymore. Not anymore. All it's, right then. It's ruined. We could do a <laughs> we could do a cut of that movie that is Oh sure. It's oh yeah. Literally, we do it's literally about ten seconds. Yeah, ten yeah, seconds. Know, yeah. And it's but like it's a, not even remotely important no. to the plot of the movie. No. But All no, I just I, I I haven't seen Home Alone Two since it came out. Yeah. Yeah, neither have I. I remember it being a Mott's movie. More of the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's oh, what kind of what you expect in a Home Alone, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but like the same movie, just different setting. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. Those I are... remember enjoying it. There were, I believe there were still paint cans in, in that one. Sure. But those are bad yeah. parents. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's parents should be jailed. They should be, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kevin needs to go to a better home. One that does not get robbed all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one in which he is not left alone, perhaps. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps. I see how he turned out how he did. Yeah, that does make sense. Fucking parents. Home Alone the first is so great. It's really good. Hmm. He helps that old man, and then that old man hits the dude with a shovel to help him out. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hashtag, spoiler, he survives to make Home Alone 2. (laughs) Well, if it wasn't for the old man that he helped hitting them with a snow shovel. Mm -hmm. Right, sure. Then all would be lost. That's true. And also... Marv would have died. <laughs> sure. Many Marv t- should have died. Many times over. Yeah, it's the severe necrosis of the skull. <laughs> I, yes, I still think the best content produced for the internet was that medical report about what would have happened. <laughs> like, I just love the one that when he touches the handle, his hand would not have burned. It would have disintegrated because it was so hot. Yeah. It would have literally melted his hand as soon as he touched the door handle yeah. if that were actually as red hot as it was i just love that they went and talked to a doctor yeah. <laughs> showed him the movie it's like yeah. what would really happen to your doctor <laughs> oh no yeah necrosis of the skull would God. have set in from that flame it must suck being a doctor watching movies <laughs> she's like no this is why you can't go to the movies with neil degrasse tyson <laughs> <laughs> you can't even, you can't even be a like no, anywhere near no like neil degrasse tyson when any movie yeah. exists yeah, yeah. Not only will you get spoiled, you'll also get <laughs> pooped on. It's like, hey guys, you see a rival? Well, actually, yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. I, yeah. I just could you imagine being a lawyer in the eighties and nineties trying oh, to man. watch the legal? Like they probably watched my cousin Vinny and like the part where they're like, no, you actually have to provide all the evidence. And yeah. George Joe Pesci's like, what? Yeah. Like they had to be like, yes, finally, <laughs> a movie that fucking understands that. Yeah, man, must yep. suck for rich <laughs> occupations in the eighties yeah. and nineties. Yeah, before screenwriters had Wikipedia. Yeah. Just be like, oh, that's probably how it works, right? Yeah. Fuck it. It's a movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll do one more email. Okay. This one's from Scott, formerly from Dallas, now from Seattle. Scott. Who says, Scott. 
there's too much negativity in the world. Hmm. So no, there isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Scott. No. Sorry. <laughs> so he says, while the internet seems to be focused almost entirely on negativity and pessimism these days, I thought it would be a good idea to celebrate the spirit of Thanksgiving by saying what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for Harlow and his sigh-inducing puns. I'm thankful that he acts as the unofficial MC of the group, keeping order and making sure things move at the right pace. I'm thankful for Chuck's senior citizen status, allowing him a unique <laughs> historical perspective on the films y'all discuss. I'm glad he's there to be the voice of dissent on movies the other members of the podcast find good or bad, allowing more in-depth conversations on the strengths and flaws of various movies. I'm thankful for BJ's good-humored nature and the opportunity he's provided the show to show how a person can go from disliking bad movies to being able to find the hidden gems in all but the roughest of rough. His soothing baritone voice is the perfect end to every episode. You're goddamn right. I'm thankful for Mackie for having good taste and being willing to give Otter Films a chance during the second half segments. Hmm. He always manages to read emails in a way that doesn't make them sound terrible, even the one I wrote less than 24 hours after getting dental surgery. I'm thankful for the Bamcast not being yet another bad movie podcast, which relentlessly tears apart everything it sees and which seeks out the best of the bad. You've brought some hidden gems to my attention that I'd like most likely never have found or heard of otherwise. Most importantly, I'm thankful for Perry Morris, the drummer of the rock band Sorcery, who responded to my email and said they are still shipping orders on their mid-90s era website. Oh my god. This website is www.sorcerymusic.com, and if you've ever wanted to see stunt rock but didn't want to commit a crime to do so, that is an excellent <laughs> way to get a hold of the film. Crash and Burn, Scott from Seattle. That is a lovely email, Scott. Thanks, Scott. We are thankful for I hope for I read that email like well you. enough. Yeah. yeah. I've heard better. Okay. <laughs> No, it was great. Thank you. <laughs> we appreciate that. Yeah, that was nice. Made us feel warm and fuzzy. Mm-hmm. And also sorcery. Oh, fuck it. Any mention that, of sorcery I, is fine by I, I me. I seem to remember us mentioning that specific website. We, we were did. all looking at it. We are like, show. We, there's we no were, way this could actually yeah, be. We, we were baffled. Like, we were like, is this actually. Like, yeah, did someone forget to take this down? Yeah, it's yeah. like, we're not going to send them money because that money vaporizes, right? This, right. They shut down in 2004, right? That's the actual sorcery. <laughs> <Yes>. Right. <laughs> Your so, money just goes into the cloud. Did did we ever order one? No. No. No, we didn't because we, we didn't will think now. it was, we was gonna come, yeah. <laughs> We're like, there's no way this well, is still like running. Everyone will order a copy and then we'll try and they'll be like, No, we just sold the last copy yeah, of Star yeah, Rock. Just dusted off the last one, sorry. <laughs> I just love that they're sitting in someone's garage somewhere, just like, Hey, we got another order for a sorcery album. Let's go put it out. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oi. In the garage. Although, wait, Sorcery was not an Australian band, were they? No. Okay. They were wizards. That's right. They were just friends with Australian stuntmen. Okay. Yeah. Because that's how it works. Yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> hey, man. Life's cheap in Australia. <laughs> Australia. God, that fucking movie. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, fucking Sorcery. Yeah. Wizards. The, the, the real question is whether Sorcery is still holding concerts. That's a good question. And whether they're still as awesome as they would have been. I would watch a documentary about modern day sorcery. <laughs> the yeah, band. Oh, oh damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. I think that about wraps it up. Yeah, yeah I think so. You have any uh, anything we do before we go? We uh, Contact tell people how to send oh, us nice emails. That's a good idea. Yeah. BMF at bmfcast.com is where you can send all of the emails to. Uh, nice or not, we will either read them or pretend you don't exist. Uh, you can also... Visit our website, which is bmfcast.com, and on the right-hand side, there's a bunch of links to all of our social stuff. We do not have any sweet 90s uh, 
action movie related material to sell you, but you can uh, donate to our Patreon, which helps us continue to put out kick-ass content like uh, today's episode and all the other episodes that we have done and will do. Uh, what else? I'm almost forgetting about it because we haven't heard much from it lately, mm -hmm. but uh, the Garfield phone is still here. Lines are open. Operators are standing by. Robot operators are standing by to take your message. 9105-JOX-BMF or 9105569263. Give us a call. Put the Garfield robots to work. Please do. Garbots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let's get out of here, shall we? All sure. right. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Thank you.